Hey, everybody, it's Ben Kwam, co-host of hopefully your favorite podcast, Libations for Everyone. Today's episode is sponsored by Foundry Nation. Foundry Nation loves THC. Born in Minnesota, they partner with farms throughout the Midwest to supply high-quality seed-to-table THC products. Uh, I've tried their sodas such as Orange Tangy, Strawberry Fields, and Granddaddy Purple. They're incredible. I love them. They're fantastic. Great CBD treats for dogs. They have all kinds of stuff. It's amazing. As our partner, they're offering all of our listeners an exclusive 20% off with the code LIBATIONS20, capital L-I-B-A-T-I-O-N-S-2-0. The future is dope. Thank you so much. Now, let's get on with the show. Uh, was was the flight all right? This is the first time we've ever had somebody land and drive straight to the studio. It was fine. There's some lady. All right, so I sit down. I get on the plane. I sit down, and uh, I'm a I'm in the A group. I'm sitting. Blah blah. blah plane starts filling up. Middle seats left. It's the only thing that's left. This lady comes. Whatever. White woman, probably late fifties, something like that. She comes to sit in the middle, and like whatever. Uh, I'm reading the script for this thing I'm doing, whatever, and uh, she at just one point just uh, reaches over me and then lifts up the shade. What? And then goes, "Do you <laughs> mind if I open the shade?" <laughs> I mean, bitch, you just did. What? What, what uh, if I say no right now? Is she gonna reach across again? And close it. Yeah. So then, uh, <laughs> so I was like, "Well, it's fine now, but I'm, when I go to sleep, I'm like, shut it." And she's kind of, you know, whatever. Just it's just she's a very entitled woman. It seems like no one's told her no or whatever. So then, um, at some point, I put my headphones in, close the shade, or go to bed or sleep, lean on the window. And maybe 20 minutes in, I feel this bitch reach across me <laughs> and open the shade, try to, like, sneak open the shade. And I'm like, because this is what wakes me up. The light is what's fucking waking yeah. me up. Yeah. <clears throat> and, like, I can kind of feel the pressure of her arm trying to of reach. Because she's not, I mean, you know. So then I'm like, okay, now I got to look at this bitch. And so I, I like, touch the shade and I look at her <laughs> while I'm closing it. This time. Yeah. I was like, right. <laughs> like yo, like what the fuck is the deal? And then um, like stand by a window seat. How about that? Yeah, it's fucking right. it's Southwest too. You so it's your like shot. <laughs> just either check in on time or upgrade your shit right. or, or pay eleven dollars or pay eleven dollars. <laughs> bitch, you ain't got eleven dollars. <laughs> shit, but um, so yeah, and then so whatever I do it and I try to go to bed again. She does it again when we're landing. Come on. And at that point, I'm just like, okay, whatever. I just it's at that I'm just like annoyed and I'm like. Just get me out of here. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. kind of like, I keep it open. I was like, whatever. I wish I said more, though. I, I, I kind of wish now, you know, retrospectively, I should have been like. Uh, it's tough you. coming out of a nap, though, and trying mm-hmm. to be, like, sharp, you know? <laughs> just be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really, I was just, I, it was just really shocking me because that was the thing that fucked me up. I was like, this bitch is really. Do it again. This bitch is really just out here just. And we're in the exit row, so the seat didn't. So she kept doing this on the seat before we even uh, took off and like halfway in the, and like, it's like, bitch, they don't recline. They tell you that they do not recline. And she just kept, I was like, maybe rock. first She's time on the plane, it. maybe, yeah. I don't know. Maybe this bitch is from, I don't know. 
Yeah. <laughs> space. Wait, she's from space. Were she's you like I was supposed to be going that way? Yeah. Guys, yeah. I'm on the wrong flight. Were you coming from Denver or were you coming from LA? I was coming from LA, but okay. I had a layover in Denver. Oh, all right. Yeah, for whatever reason. Yeah. Well, I feel like I got to ask more questions about LA, but I feel like we should allow you to introduce yourself to everybody first. Sure. What's so, up? for our listeners, uh, tell everybody your name and, and, and what you're doing. Uh, my name is uh, Stephen AJ. Uh, <laughs> what I'm doing? I'm sitting in this chair right now. No, I'm a stand-up comic. Uh, I'm in town to do some shows at Sisyphus Brewing. Yeah. Uh, today's the tomorrow and Saturday. Uh, when this drops, it will be today, today and tomorrow. Yeah. Hell yeah! So you motherfuckers come out today and tomorrow. And then there are, are there still tickets available? There are tickets available right now, but they're moving hot cakes. They're moving like hot cakes. March seventeenth and eighteenth. Yes. Hell yeah. I will be there with my wife. Hell and yeah! The owner of uh, Club Caraway and his beautiful wife will be Ooh, joining us. Okay, tell yes, them we'll, to bring the little side pieces because we'll I'm be trying there. to dig somebody down. <laughs> we'll be there. We'll be I'm there uh, tonight in in, in listeners. <laughs> yes, time. for in we'll listeners time. Oh yeah, you will be going tonight. Yeah. Uh, as of right now, there's not a later show, right? It's just the one show it's each. Just the day. one. Okay. Yeah, I think they always do just one each. Two nights. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I. The last thing that that got canceled and shut down before when when COVID first hit was uh, a St. Patrick's Day party at an Irish pub that I used to work at that I met my wife at. Uh And they asked if I would come back and DJ since I never got to in 2020. Uh They asked if I'd come back and DJ. Otherwise, I would also be there tonight rocking with y'all. But I'm going to be... you going to go DJ? I'm going to be banging out some open format hip-hop mixed with Irish. He's going to river dance. That's how I feel. Irish shit. Yeah. 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 Man. You should see him jig. He's going to get up on the bar. It's going to be very unsteady. Oh, I'm going to, I'm bringing all the bars down. They say they <laughs> reinforce it, but they didn't reinforce beer. it for me. The, the bar is going to be, be permanently die. There will be the no green beer. Green beer. <laughs> if you go anywhere that is serving green beer, it is not a true St. Patrick's Day party. Why is that? Because uh, that's not what actually happens in Ireland. I don't know, man. I've seen a lot of commercials. <laughs> yeah, a lot of green in a month. Oddly enough, got a point. the man's got a point. They do yeah. have wild growing Irish Spring soap. Do they even make that shit anymore? I made a Howard Irish Dean spring. joke today at lunch. Yeah. So I don't even know what fucking decade it is, clearly. Mm. This Irish yeah. Spring? <laughs> yeah, literally. Oh, yeah. This, I, I was, That's the only Howard Dean joke. I was in a meeting and this guy was listing off places that he wanted to go. <laughs> and, be out and, of then, and, and I was like, and we're going to New York and we're going to DC. <laughs> and then I realized that two of the three people sitting at the table were just over the age of 30 and oh, don't gosh. remember that at all i'm like oh wow yeah that's crazy <laughs> people just over the age of 30 <laughs> 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 don't know shit <laughs> oh i'm glad i'm <laughs> um yeah i'm all i'm not that listen <laughs> as as the star of p90 malcolm x i know that you've been around at least for a while <laughs> I, I don't know what you mean um <laughs> Uh, uh, in the room with us as well is a good friend and former writing partner, partner Jenny Witt, who also was, was with me when I met Stephen for the first time. And we, uh, we recorded some ill-fated uh, infomercials, but they are beautifully shot and absolutely brilliant. We had uh, this was back when P90X the DVD I set. Put, I put that together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think most of our listeners will so, get that I'm one. I'm just making sure maybe somebody <laughs> out there doesn't remember. Maybe the kids don't even know what the fuck a DVD is now. Yeah. But yeah, we had uh, we had uh, infomercials for uh, P90XXL, 
we had okay. we had P ninety XXX, and then we had P ninety Malcolm X. Oh, the joke that keeps on giving. Yeah. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, oh, so that is many ways the world on fire. <laughs> it sounds like it, it was so famous that literally people forgot about it because they had to think about other things. That's okay. that's what a lot of people saying they were unreleased. Do you usually so. get on here and lie to your listeners? <laughs> of course, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Lie all God, the damn this time. shit was hot. It's called, it's called brand building. So, uh, all right. So you were coming from LA because you've also gotten into doing some acting and uh, writing and filming your own movies. Yeah, yeah. I, um, yeah, I've been, yeah, I've been doing some shit. I did some voiceover shit. I did uh, did a few characters on BoJack Horseman. Amazing. This show, Tig and Seek. Uh, I did something on Abbott Elementary this past season. Um, One of the funniest shows on TV. It literally just popped up in my time up yesterday. It was the, a year ago, the first time that I saw an episode of Abbott Elementary, and it's brilliant. one of the best written and funniest shows on TV. Period. Brilliant show. It's, it's great, uh, great people, everybody involved. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, I wrote a short a couple years ago. Uh, I was trying to get it made before the pandemic or during the pandemic, whatever. And all that shit happened, and then it's like, you know, everybody's just waiting around for shit. And then after the decision, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to wait around for people anymore. So fuck it. Let me just put the people together. Mm. Flew Jenny out, came, she came, and uh, rose some money, whatever. Got everybody together. She did have her makeup for everybody, which is cool. And then, uh, yeah, we just put a team together and made it happen, man. Uh, do you want to tell people what it's about? Uh, yeah, it's basically um, a... Uh, uh, how do I describe? Let me read the. Um, uh, sorry, I'm I'm still jet brained. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's cool. Like I've seen it. It's you know it's kind of hitting like the the film festival award circuit right now. Yeah, yeah. So it's been doing that. Want some? But yeah. So it's basically you know someone who's like uh, he's a hom- hopeless romantic. Uh, kind of like habitually line stepping guy, <laughs> pushing the buttons. That doesn't sound like something that you would know anything about. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> and he, uh, you know, he plays the optimist, optimist in a relationship while he's currently suffering, like oh being shit, like abused, whatever. But so, yeah, it's kind of it's fun. It's fun rom com, silly shit. What's it called? Uh, Swish and. Right now, I know yeah. that it always gets weird when it's festival season because usually you don't want it easily available because you want it to be the kind of the first time that people see it at the fests. Yeah. So right now, am I right in assuming that it's, you can't find it? Can't put it anywhere publicly because festivals want to be the first place sure. to screen it sure. and all that shit. And so, uh, yeah, but once that all, you know, is done, I'm definitely going to post it online. I mean, I could even have a private, I could have private screenings sure. if I wanted to, but, and I've had one in Denver. I think I'm going to do one in Fort Collins um, in June. I think June 1st, I might go cool. back out there and do that. So. I, I admit uh, that I should know this. Is it a, is it a feature length film? Is it a short? No, it's a short. It's a short? Yeah. yeah cool. It's like 15 minutes. A well, how about this, Charles, if this is okay with you, um, Stephen, when it does go live and it is something shareable, will you let us know? Hell yeah. And we'll, we'll make oh, a separate absolutely. post about it yeah. so that absolutely. our listeners can, can check it out down absolutely. the road? Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. Good question. Hell yeah. Uh, do you enjoy, so are you, com- are you commuting and like, are you still located in Colorado? No, I've been in LA okay. for five and a half years. Now oh shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. My bad. Yeah. I guess I've just seen a, like you've done a, a bunch of headlining gigs in the Denver area and all that. Yeah. I'll go back and do shows just cause you know, all my people are there. I can get mm-hmm. a bunch of stage time, get some money up there. So, and you also have a recorded album that people can check out. I do. I actually, I took it down. Oh shit. Okay. 
Yeah, I took it down. Never mind. I, I put it up. <laughs> Fuck your shit. <clears throat> I recorded it. Put it up like September 2019. Then the pandemic happened, so I didn't really get the like push that I really wanted. Okay. So then after I let it sit, and then I was like, eh, let me just take it down. And then uh, I'm going to do something else with it, though. I'm gonna, I've am gonna. i got some ideas I've been working on that to try yeah. to remix, bring it back, and kind of, you know, do the thing. Put yeah. some titties on it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's my, what we say in the business, put some titties on it. <laughs> my, my wife and I, right before the pandemic hit, uh, we took a vacation. Oh, no, I guess it was it was after. It was it was the first time that we had gone anywhere uh, after COVID had hit. We ended up going and renting a place in Breckenridge and just just we just wanted to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had your record and I put it on. It was the first time that I had gotten to listen to it. Oh, and it was so weird. Like, it's just a weird experience when you hear your friend's voice coming through the car speakers yeah. as you're driving through the state that you associate with that person. Right, right. So we're leaving the airport and I got you talking to me on the speakers. And at one point, Jenny's like, honey, why are you, like, why are you laughing? Because it wasn't at a punchline, and I was laughing at just how crazy it was and right. how cool it was yeah, yeah, yeah. to be able to listen to a, a voice that you know yeah. while, while driving. It was wild. Yeah, that's, that's wild, man. That's <laughs> wild. Uh, so you, uh, for, the, for the drink today, uh, we yes, talked about some drinking. scotch, and we talked about some tequila. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charles, you have the bottle next to you. Do you want to let everybody know what the añejo is that we're drinking? Well, Wait, hold up. Say that again. Añejo. No, no, no. It's not how you say Añejo. It, it sounded like uh, something that would be on like Family Guy. You're like, Añejo. Añejo. A little bit. Right? I was like, <laughs> really? That's said it three different ways. Yeah. Each consecutive time. It was yeah. a little different than the last time. Cool. Honestly, uh, it's, it's more the fact that uh, I, I uh, am... I am the the weather right now is gross and sleety and snowy and my sinuses are doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah I feel that. So this is called Cazul, which is Spanish for kazoo. Yes. Right? Mm. It's, yeah, it's an artisanal instrument. <laughs> There's one contained in the bottle. Yes, actually, uh, no, it's an in here. Wait, is there really bottle. one in there? <laughs> no, I wish. <laughs> so don't oh one. shit! I'll start playing say. it right I now. Motherfuckers <laughs> be doing goofy shit nowadays. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, marketing. You know, like, how are we gonna sell these? I don't know. Throw a kazoo <laughs> in there. These, yeah. <laughs> these Americans don't know what kazoo means. They don't right? know shit. It in there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Laser Beak. We're dropping the theme song. We're just gonna play it live. It's gonna be me playing it. <laughs> we'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we got an Inyo tequila. And let's, uh, how about we cheers? How about yeah, let's that? do that. Hell yeah, yeah. I got to start cheers drinking, up. man. Hey, hey shit, welcome man. to Minnesota, my man. Hey, Minnesota TV. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Good enough to drink. Yep. Oh, y'all wouldn't drink. <laughs> y'all sip it. Well, I'm here up first, I believe. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, Stephen, question number one. What's something that you grew up eating in your house that Plus, you wish yeah. more people... Also had in their homes are also like loved pussy. <laughs> I wish that, no, nobody loves that home cooked more than you. Just you know, <laughs> in the crock pot, get all the juices going. Just like mom made. Just, you know what? I set Think myself up for that one. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yep, that didn't. Nope. Yep. Um, you know, one thing though, actually, jollof rice. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah. My parents from Ghana, so uh, jollof rice is one thing people need to get put on to. It's coming. It's coming out. People people now, you know what? Fuck, you know what? Nah, shit. Shit. <laughs> so I'm about to get going in a second. Because you know what? Growing up, parents from Africa, you know, people call you fucking shit. African booty scratch, all that fucking shit. Honestly, Y'all remember nobody that? You ever heard that? Nobody, nobody ever called me that. Never oh, heard We'll never call you that, I'm sure. But people say that shit now. Yeah. You used to say that shit when we okay. up. Yeah. But now everybody want to go to Africa. Now everybody want to go to Ghana. Everybody want to go to Nigeria and shit. 
Like, fuck you, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm beefing. Right, speaking of beefing, Dude, I like, mean, hold you get into the, the who makes the jollof better? Like the I think we all know Ghanaians make the jollof better, but oh. Nigerians make good rice. Uh, <laughs> I just love, a, like, at the market by our house, they literally have the separate seasonings next to each other. Like, they're just waiting for a fight. They got yeah. them in opposite colors. They're ready to go. It's Tupac and Biggie. It's, yep. it's wild, man. It's, did, did you normally have that with anything else? Was there like a protein involved or was it just crushed? Yeah, I mean, there would be some time. I mean, depending on the kind of meat, beef in there, turk, smoked turkey, uh, goat, fucking. That was the first time I ever had it was with stewed goat and it was incredible. Like, I still yeah. think about that meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sometimes you can put some coochie in there. Okay, you get coochie in there. <laughs> I don't know how coochie's on my mind. Coochie's on my mind, guys. <laughs> it's because it, that, right. that middle seat lady just got that you fixed. middle yeah. seat. Reaching across and just giving a little little you breast know? brush wow. on your arm. I'm not going to lie to you. I <laughs> would put it down on that little bitch. <laughs> and I think that's the problem. You missed her, the signals. Yeah. I, uh -oh. That's the signal. She opening the shade. She need to open up the other shade. <laughs> it just... Open that pants. Give me a little. <laughs> throw some of that air. Throw, throw some of that coochie air up in my face. I'll wake up. Shit. Lay your ass down in that exit row. I got extra leg space. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Uh, Charles, what about you, man? What about, what's your, your food jam? It, it's, it's, a, it's a thing I wish I had in my own household that I had in my house when I was a kid. Right. And it was Lebanese flatbread because... Lebanese I used to help my mom bake it. Child labor, you know. I was baking yeah. flatbread with my mom. Okay. Not getting paid, wearing my gardening gloves so I wouldn't burn my little hands. Damn. But that stuff is dynamite, and you can't really... There are very few places you can buy, like, big loaves of Lebanese flatbread. Mm. It's just not something you find at your local grocery store. You can get pita loaves. I think they're easier to bake and have better shelf life than, like, the giant loaves. And the ones that I've found are not only expensive, but the quality isn't like what you would find um, in Lebanon or the, the bread that my mom made when we were kids. Mm. Um, when we travel to Lebanon, I mean, my, when my mom travels to Lebanon, she brings an entire suitcase, max weight, full of bread. She will fill it up with Holy flatbread it, from Lebanon and fill Good. one of her freezers, yes, one of her freezers, with that flatbread and yeah, then go man. through it for months hoping to, like, ration it until the next time she can get a suitcase full of flatbread. Because it's that good. It's just totally different. God. But, yeah, she'll fill an entire suitcase. That's if I travel with her, she's like, hey, you got an extra suitcase that I can fill with bread? I'm like, man, can I fill one of my suitcases? Like, yeah, let me just with my empty clothes. all my clothes out. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, I'll, just, I'll leave all my clothes at the condo so we can bring home 55 yeah. pounds has, of bread. Has, like, has TSA ever just stopped her just to be like, Doesn't matter. what the fuck? It's fully legal. Oh, I get it. Yeah. But, like, do you th does anybody just be like, I just want to know why oh, you have yeah. a giant they're, case of they're bread? They're routinely impressed, especially because I taught my mom this cheat code that for some reason she didn't know until I explained it to her. But all you got to do when you go through TSA, and if you're listening to this, if you're going through customs and you are declaring stuff, write it on a little slip of paper. Do it before you leave when you pack your bag. Be as honest as you want to be. I'm honest. I don't know what you're going to do. But here's the thing that happens when you make that little list. When you hand that to the TSA agent and customs, they look at the list and say, you're really well put together. Get the fuck out of here. And they don't open your bags. 
Cool. Uh. If you hand them the list, they're like, dude, you are, you are well organized. And before my mom did that, of course, she was like the flustered uh, little old foreign lady getting all her shit rifled through. Mm. Like, oh, no, no, that's from my brother. And that's, you know, like she'd be like trying to explain what everything is, even though no one's taking umbrage with anything. Right, in the bag. Right. She'd be like, no, 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 that's, that's legal. I know it's legal. Like she'd be like yelling and pointing. You just want to get her like a wooden spoon so she can smack them while they're doing it. Right. <laughs> she's making, I mean, she's, she's putting her shit in a question by being combative from the, the jump, you know. Damn. But if she had that little list, and when I taught her to do that, like the first time she saw that happen, I was traveling with her, and I handed them the list, and they're like, all right, get out of here. And we just walked, and she looked at me like, what? <laughs> Hold up, what? <laughs> and so now it's just like, she's like, grab a piece of paper. We're writing all this shit down. <laughs> That's Man. awesome. So, yeah, you heard that drug smugglers play. Ah, it's cocaine. But it's <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> just be honest with it. Just write down honest. your mouth and hand them that list. Uh, and rice flour. And they'll be like, yeah, <laughs> rice Dog flour. loves rice flour, okay? Oh, <laughs> this is the expert over here. Boom, there it is. Oh, Charles. <laughs> Charles the rice flour smuggler. Oh, God. Erase this They've part, been looking please. for you. Cut <laughs> this part. <laughs> Uh, I uh, mine is is actually Hot from dogs. For, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> tough part. We just can't even get them now. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm just talking shit. I need some more of that tequila. Goddamn. I just oh yeah. Let's go. There we go. Yeah, let's let's get it. Uh, for me, it's um, and it's it's not it's not even that like I can't have it now. It's that I loved when my grandmother would make pie crust. She didn't even she didn't even make a full pie. She would make a 100% lard pie crust and coat it in cinnamon and sugar mm. and then she made her own strawberry rhubarb jam and I would just literally that. like like dip pieces of pie crust into it. I'm yeah. Dip pieces of, of um, pie crust into it like a like you would with like a tortilla chip and salsa. And she would that. crush it and having actual lard in there, it gave it like a savory note. I didn't understand any of this mm-hmm. as a child. But there is literally nothing better than smelling a pastry baking that has lard in it. And then she'd hit it with that, that sugar and that cinnamon. Yeah. And it was like, to me, that's what like Christmas morning should smell like. Mm. And she would just do it, you know, on a random Wednesday. And I know like my mom has remade it. She has the recipe. And I know that yeah. I could do that. But it was also something about like knowing that your grandma was like, I just had like, my grandmother was like the kindest human being ever. And yeah. so like when you wake up in the morning and you'd smell that or you'd come home from school and you'd smell that, it was like, okay, grandma's here and I just get to like hang out and eat sweets basically. I mean, yeah. there's nothing nutritional about any of that. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. But, Especially oh if this God. is something you want to like, you're telling people they should have in their house. That'd be dangerous, right? <laughs> but that's like the you thing. You just come home, it's always on the counter. Oh yeah. man, I'm telling you, telling you that just for the smell alone, I would love to be able to Especially walk Especially with espresso. Like you yeah. would, you'd put on like 50 pounds in six months. <laughs> Easy. Eating that every morning with Easy. your espresso. Absolutely. <laughs> Damn. Would you ever... Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love uh, when you look and you can see the wheels turning. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, it's too I'm early. A- maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe drink three. Maybe we. I started to think the two things that he refused to say after the things he said. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll cheers to that shit. Absolutely. Yeah, cheers. Like, cheers. <laughs> we get a little clink. Hey. Clink, clink, clink. You know that's my cousin's name. Clink, clink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Is yeah. that a character on Ratchet and Clank? Yeah, he 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 different. <laughs> it sounds that way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very unique. <laughs> now, <laughs> is is it is it spelled the two words clink clink repeated? It's it's spelled C L 
K C L K. The N is silent. Oh, that's right. Oh. Invisible. I very, mean, very traditional. It's invisible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Charles, you better you, have that vanity oh, plate too. The what now? You better have the vanity plate because that oh, fits on the license. Absolutely. Plate. Or a busted ass car that just makes that noise, so oh, they both. always hear him coming. Could be both. Well, he don't like to hear uh, when people hear him coming. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the noise he makes? No, when, I'm talking about when when he's fucking when he's fucking. He's fucking. He he drops his vocal. He can swallow his vocal cords, so the girl can't hear him go. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, he got a. A, a real style I just saw a little <laughs> Special thing about him You know what I mean <laughs> He could be on America's Got Talent Fucking Simon in the ass <laughs> Wait till he come And it's he's silent just, Instead of But instead of making any noise He just hits that golden bump, The golden Whatever the button is That shoots all the Buzzard There you go Yeah 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 that's the other B word. What'd you say, Jenny? <laughs> he, he's used to hitting the other B word. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, you know. Shout out to Clink Clink. Yeah, but never mind. No, go for it. No, no, no. We'll we'll later. All right. It's coming. <laughs> he's loading them up too. Nope. Like, give, me, give me two more shots. All right. Topic number two. Kazoo. Kazoo. I really wish there was a kazoo sound on this board right now. <laughs> yeah. There it is. It's an all timer on the kazoo right there. Yeah, a lot of people don't talk about the theme from Sanford and Son was written yeah. on a kazoo. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, everyone here likes to cook. Yeah. And yeah. It, seemingly to experiment with techniques and ingredients. I saw some stuff on your Instagram feed. Mm-hmm. So, Stephen, do you have any high ambition food projects you want to tackle next? Or alternately, is there something that you are terrible at and you've given up on? Do I have any high end food projects? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah like, like some fun shit you want to try that you have not mastered yet. Um, you know, hmm. If you want to think about it too, like, yeah, if you have something off the top of your head, but I, I'm man, I'm pretty good in the kit. I yeah. and I've been doing this shit for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, I, growing up, like I used to just watch the cooking shows. Yes, fucking back to back. I, Do you remember? Was there was there one that hooked you? It was Emerald. Emerald, oh. Emerald hooked everybody. That yep. bam, as a yeah. kid, mm-hmm. that energy, bam, that shit. I mean, I was fucking watching that shit for a grip, and then. Remember, I evolved into Bobby Flay and then sure. to this one older lady. When Food Network was good. Yeah, when it actually gave a shit about food. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, you just kind of absorb all this shit. I'm trying to think of something that specifically that uh, I want to perfect that I haven't. Um, but, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty solid when I try something. I'm like, I can get at least, like, 80% there by, oh, okay. We well, so that's that, that. that's actually yeah. what my answer would be is that I've made decent pasta and I have decided that given our lack of, of options in our community here mm. for really good fresh pasta that you can yeah. buy, that I'm going to give that another run this year. Mm. I, I feel like I've gotten better. I've gotten more talented. I understand balance a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I've just watched more documentary slash YouTube video slash whatever of people making pasta. And I want to give that another run because I like a. Like a home restaurant type shit? Yeah, I mean, kind of. Yeah. You know, like yeah. just when the when friends come over. Yeah. I don't like if I have to buy something that's already been made 
if everything else is from scratch, I always feel like that's kind of a cheap cop out. Mm-hmm. And it's it, and sometimes it's time. We have a right, small right. house; our kitchen's not super huge, so sometimes it's I don't want to make the mess of doing right, that. Right, right. But I feel like because I've gotten close, and I don't feel like it was that complicated. It's more tedious. Yeah. Because I've gotten close, I decided that this year I want to give that another run, yeah. and I want to see if I can just get it to where I'm really proud of it. Instead, I'm like, oh, it was pretty good. Do you, you have know? a roller or using a rolling pin? So I we do have the 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 pasta rolling pin, and then we also have the attachment for the kitchen. Oh aid. yeah, so, you're, so you're ready to rock. Yeah, I'm good to right. go. We got the dough hook. My wife is an incredibly accomplished baker, Ooh. so she's got all the all the great things. Yeah, like everything right. that I could possibly need to do Having that. Having that kitchen aid thing is a, a big help. It's huge. Pasta is yeah. weird because if you look up recipes, they'll never tell you exactly how much of what thing to use because of varying humidities, correct, and weather right. and stuff. So it's like bake but they lie to you <laughs> so lies. until you know what you're supposed to feel it can feel like yeah. you're fucking it up like it's too right. wet or it's too dry yeah. but that's how italian grannies at one point got good at making yeah. pastas because they get they're like oh that's what it's supposed to feel like right right yeah so when you start out it is a little i mean you've you've made it before yep. and you said you've been close so what was it was it like a little too dry was it too yeah tacky? it was yeah it was a little bit too dry too and to i okay. like we we made it kind of en masse for a a a group I've talked about it on the show before. Uh, my guy friends and I have this thing called the four hundred dollar barbecue, and every year we do a huge cooking party and we invite all of our friends. Oh, that's also you can't, ambitious. Like three, yeah. four people, like thirty five. <laughs> I'm just thirty five to forty. I'm just talking shit. Yeah, <laughs> but if you're not super comfortable with pasta and you're making yeah. it for more than four people, dude, then that's, that's, that's stressful. I oh, absolutely. Even. We had we filled uh, <laughs> we we filled. Shout out to to my homie Sam Bremer. Uh, we filled his entire dining room with. All of the pasta laying on, we had just um, hanging it. Yeah, we had we had uh, 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 paper bags, like paper grocery bags, all laid out, and it was just on top of everything. Yeah, and it was it was it was fine. It was good. Now, what grade in the uh, um, health department? Oh, it's an F. Okay. <laughs> I get an F minus. Yeah, you just said you know, There's but a, like someone's draped over a cat. Like, oh, we we legit we had pasta hanging from we had like like the reading lamp in like the corner. We had it hanging off of the the gooseneck on that. We had cool. A, it's getting cooked. Don't worry. Yeah, about it's fine. It, right? but you got to give that to the girl who's not so bright. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're also providing everybody with drinks, so everybody's not real bright by the end yeah, of it. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was. I just felt like. We were so close, and, and we had a bunch of minds all working on it. And then I was like, cool, that was a giant fucking mess. I don't want to deal with honestly cleaning that up again. Mm-hmm. And I really haven't done it since then. Mm. So I just, this year, I was reading through some, some cookbooks, uh, trying to figure out something that I wanted to do that I hadn't done. And that's, I think that's where I want to go with it. Cool. I think there's a lot of really cool stuff that you can do, and I feel like... So I'm, much you can do. Right. Yeah. And, and Anulodi and ravioli and all yeah, kinds of things. Yeah, and that's, that's and the kind of stuff that I actually really want to do. I think it'd be really leaves, fun. Pressing, like, basil leaves into it. Dude, I want to do, do the full Squeak. egg yolk um, raviolo. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, that's, yep. that's, eventually, that's what I want to hit. Is have that like where right when your fork hits, you just see it pool out. Yeah, you know, perfect. a little well, bit of sage leaf, maybe yeah, some, man, little, some little brown, brown butter, brown butter. Mm, maybe a little mm. drizzle of some balsamic in yeah. there. Mm, that's my yeah. jam. Party. So I don't know if that if that freshens anything that, up. Uh, you know what? Now that you uh, say something, I would like to um, maybe brush up my baking. My baking, mm. if I was on mm. MasterChef, my baking would be the... That's what sent your ass home? <laughs> I'd be like, ooh, okay. we gonna... Cause I, can, I, I can get almost there. Mm-hmm. But 
certain shit. I'm what like, can you bake now, and what would you like to bake that you can't bake? Like, what is your what's your probably your thing you're proudest of that you bake now? Like some burger buns, you make some pies. You make. I mean, I can make pies, but yeah. I think the hardest thing would be would be that fucking um, call that uh, you know, the lava cake where you like what you call oh it? yeah the molten lava cake lava sure. cake <clears throat> to get that the texture the just right on the outside and then cutting yeah. that shit and it just ooze. That would yeah. probably fuck me up. Absolutely. That would probably if it was a uh, uh, what's it called challenge? Send me home challenge, whatever. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Elimination challenge. Elimination yeah. challenge. Yep. You I'd flip the spoon going. like a bat. <laughs> I'd be home. I'd be home. I'd be like, "Yeah, you guys." I probably wouldn't even do the shit. I'd be like, "Look, y'all go ahead and cook. I'm, I'm going to go eat the ingredients in the fridge because <laughs> these are delicious. It's my last hour here. You just climb upstairs. You go just go upstairs. <laughs> eat some of this fine prosciutto. I'm going to make like, me a steak. I'm, a, I'm, yeah. a, I'm telling you, that would be the best TV ever if yeah. I like if oh, Top Chef or Master. Yeah. Like if one person, like everybody else is working on this lava cake, they look over and Steven's just making a charcuterie board real quick. They're like, what are you doing? And he goes He's upstairs like, no, and eats it. He's yeah. like sitting up. Where yeah. <laughs> I make me a steak, crack me some wine. I'm like, yo, I'm going home, so I'm just, you know. <laughs> there was a, um, uh, as we are right around, as it is St. Patrick's Day, uh, <laughs> um, there's a, across the country in the U.S., they do a, a Guinness Perfect Pour contest. So cities, sure. all, like the major cities, they yeah. have somebody from Guinness show up, and they you know, everybody competes to, like, pour the best Guinness. Mm. And the they funniest. They try to pour it as well as I poured this. Correct. Spray shoots. Yes. Okay. Uh, the funniest thing that I've ever seen in that competition, I, I hosted it for six years. Funniest thing I ever saw was a guy who watched a couple people do it and saw how much work they were putting into it. Mm. And he gave up before I even started. He didn't, like, you're supposed to, like, hold it at a 45-degree angle, yeah. and the whole pour takes 119 and a half seconds. Mm. He literally walked what? up, set the glass down, and opened up the tap, poured yeah. himself a four-ounce shot, took the shot, flipped the tap up, and set this almost poured, like, still frothing Guinness in front of the judge and said, looks perfect to me, took the shot, walked away. It was Perfect. Okay. Gotta respect it. I was like, dude, okay. the fact that he was like, I'm already done with this. Yeah. I just want to do Now I want to see that on a cooking show. Yeah. Then he's just going to yeah. tell his friends he competed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I competed yep. in the Guinness Best Pork Contest. But I love the idea. Like, you just cook your own shit. Like, it's not de- dealing with the challenge at all. And then you just know. walk away eating it. See, what like I was picturing. You would be the most popular contestant ever yeah. on any show. But what I was picturing is that he made a perfect one. And then he cut into it and realized that it was perfect and he wasn't going home, so he made himself dinner and went upstairs. <laughs> I already <laughs> won this shit. Just yeah. walked upstairs like, yo, y'all don't understand. This is fire. Uh, yeah. That's Damn. it. Just go like Wesley from, from uh, White Men Can't Jump. Yeah, like, oh, that's pretty. It's I'm pretty just going to leave it right there. I'm going to leave it upstairs. <laughs> y'all go ahead and holler at me tomorrow. <laughs> do, you have a, do you have a cooking show that you like now? Is there one that you're still watching? Ma- I still watch MasterChef. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Next level chef is actually interesting. Really, haven't it, watched it. it yet. Game showifies it for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's a very interesting one. Um, I do hate the fact though that like when when you're in. So for anybody that hasn't seen it, there's like a shitty kitchen and then a mid level kitchen and then like a top of the line yeah. kitchen. And depending on how you do, you get moved into like the different okay. levels. Mm-hmm. But I hate the fact that when they show the shitty kitchen, like they make it look so awful. And I'm like, that's the shit I've been cooking on my whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a normal <laughs> yeah, kitchen. Like, They're oh. just rubbing it in. Like, oh, can you imagine? Yeah being poor yeah. and i was like hey guys I'm, I'm right here like i'm sitting right mm-hmm. here 
cooking on a regular ass stove, old dumbass idiot. You ain't got no, <laughs> you ain't got no good pots. You ain't got no hex clad pots. You old yeah. broke motherfucker. They literally, they the first time I watched it, they have like an electric coil stove, yeah. and they spend like five minutes oh, talking about like sure. how could anybody be expected to cook on that? It's just. Right. Awful. I'm like, yo, that's my entire childhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Plus, Steven's there heckling them the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Just reaching across the contestants mm-hmm. and opening up windows randomly. Yeah. Check that yeah. Turning the burners on. <laughs> <laughs> let me just reach past yeah, you. Do you mind if I turn this one on? on. <laughs> you know, you know, it's crazy how they talk about that shit. That's how black people felt the whole time in this country. I mean. And still, and, and I didn't still? change up the goddamn tempo. I'm playing. <laughs> no. I didn't but but <laughs> also not. <laughs> like I was deep throwing the microphone, guys, because I didn't need to do that. But it was fun. <laughs> he did actually. You can't see it, but it happened. You can't see it. If you do come to the show, though, you will see it. I'll deep throw the microphone for you. What? <laughs> I might deep throat you. Girlfriend. <laughs> Wait, That's okay. when I put the whole TD in my mouth. <laughs> Have you ever seen somebody put a whole D in their motherfucking mouth? This weekend it's Sisyphus. <laughs> I put a whole double D in my mouth before. That's amazing. Wow. The whole thing. The whole thing. I mean, I was kissing her breastbone. <laughs> you got a like a flip top head. No, I'm not. I got looking it. like I, a Pez dispenser. I'm a, I'm a python. <laughs> Have pi- I'm mixed with python. They call me Pythagoras. Pythagoras? Yeah. Guys. Yo, this Kasazoo. Yeah, I haven't eaten. I haven't really had. I haven't had food today. Well, sure. No. So I'm well, fucked up. Oh. Someone call Sims. Who's Sims? <laughs> Uh-oh. It was, nah, don't yeah, call Sims. Sims. Sims was the last That's... dude on the show that didn't eat beforehand. Uh-oh. We get to question five, and he's like, how do you guys do this? And we're like, what did you eat? No. He's like, oh, nothing. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm dehydrated from flying. See? Oh, that works. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charles, what, what about you? Yeah, I, I've been talking a lot about getting into Yakitori, and obviously I have a lot of toys that mm. I buy too many to dude, do all This dude has a full, projects. like, kitchen stadium Iron Chef set up outside. Dog, yeah, I got a lot of dumb stuff. I got a lot of dumb equipment. Got the pizza oven. It's got Ooh. the Yakitori grill. What? It's got, got the, Blackstone, the Blackstone flat top. The Yoder 24 the Yoder. Yo, let's all go. That, all that stuff. But actually, so I have something in route currently. It's not technically food, but uh, espresso. So I have... You, are you familiar with Flare? Mm-hmm. So Flare has like these hand pump operated, like you can make espresso totally by hand, no electric. Right. Charles is making the uh, semi honk the horn <laughs> symbol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's an espresso maker. You pull a shot by hand. It's got a little pressure gauge on it. They're super fucking nice. Um, I also got the hand grinder. I wanted to have the whole setup where I could do this camping, right? Like I could take the yeah. whole setup camping. You can boil some water over your fire, and then I don't need my Staggy KG, the electric uh, gooseneck kettle. I could just bring a kettle out in the wilderness. But anyways, it takes some finessing. Like when I was reading up on it, they they pretty clearly state in reviews and on the website that it's not necessarily like an amateur thing. You do have to know what you're doing. I am not. A barista, nor have I ever been one. Yeah, but we're in the age of uh, YouTube, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just been obsessively, and I do this with everything I cook. I've just been obsessively watching videos Definitely. about how much pressure I should have, how many grams of coffee, how many grams in, and how many out, and tamping, and all the other technological constraints of like everything, all the tools that you need, distribution. I got the funny little brush. Maybe I'll use it on my kitty cat's head before. <laughs> so I, I'm 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 reading up on all this stuff, and shout out to a friend of the podcast, Lucky the cat 
Lucky, lucky the cat. cat. Yeah, lucky the cat gonna got be- titties. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. No, I'm afraid I'll stop. Afraid not, afraid not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what we should do? You get his whole head in your mouth. That would be weird. I'll put that kitty hat in my head hat. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Put his head in your hat. Okay. <laughs> That's adorable. That is adorable if you Woo. put his head in your hat. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put that head in my hat. <laughs> Yo, we should do a cooking just like show one. Yeah. Hey, yeah. You say when. like film it. And you put say it when. We should we yeah. should throw down in Charles' backyard, man. We should all have a different, <laughs> you know what I mean, and just just fucking all get together, put a little thing. There, you know what I'm saying? I'm down. You know I'm down. Always. Yeah, I mean you we're always. Get a couple of sous chefs. <laughs> oh yeah, we everybody's like, we gotta have always, one sous. We're always doing shit like this, anyways. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Document. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta come in here and document. I gotta come in with y'all. Hell yeah. You know what I'm I got a. I also have an electronic rotisserie that goes over my grill. It's called a conca grill. I roasted a Conquer pig in my grill. yard. Somebody's a dom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. I roasted a pig and didn't have plans for anyone to come over, so I had to like call my neighbors. I was like, "Hey, I roasted this pig and I didn't fuck it up. Come have dinner." And they were like, "What? You <laughs> did what? It's Tuesday." Yeah, what was, else are you going to do? It was it was good. Well, part of me was like, I don't know how long it's to take, so I don't want anyone sitting here with a fork right, and knife and a bib right. like. When are we eating, boss? Yep. And I didn't know if for some reason it wouldn't go perfectly because I'd never used that conquer grill, that that um, electronic rotisserie. Right. But it worked really well. So I called my buddy Dewey, said, hey, and your, you and your wife better come over. I got a whole ass pig. To, it's Someone other than me has to eat. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I'm still hung up on I want to show up at somebody's house wearing a bib and holding a fork and knife. Yeah, the cartoon. Word of food. cartoon kid. Yep. Yeah. You already have your hat on backwards. Perfect. <laughs> See, I'm ready. Yeah. I just after that Limp Biscuit reference, I just gotta keep yeah. pushing through. Wow. Yeah, Limp Biscuit. All right. How, what is a Limp Biscuit though? Oh, I don't Uh-oh. even want to think about it. Like Limp Biscuit. Have mm-hmm. you ever seen a biscuit that you would say, "Oh, that is Limp"? Well, that is that it it, it, it goes back to that. I, I have no idea if this is one of those like internet lies that got thrown around, but no, that it was yeah. a riff on. Mm-hmm. The uh, the soggy biscuit tale that with the urban legend that went around forever. Soggy biscuit. Soggy there was biscuit. see white people know different shit. Yeah, well, yeah. there like in the early days <laughs> of of email, there were always those <laughs> chain letters that would go around, and uh-huh. it was like crazy, like sex stuff or whatever. Like this is like mid nineties, and there was always there was always an urban legend, and it was always somebody who knew somebody whose cousin swore that this happened. What? I can't believe I'm actually going to say this out loud. It was the, the, the idea behind it was that like a bunch of dudes all masturbate in a circle and the last one to come has to eat the biscuit that everybody came on. And that was called Soggy Biscuit. And I was told in high school that that was where the name Limp Biscuit came from. Mm. Yep, I've heard you that too. You ate that biscuit, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I was more you concerned about biscuit like... Biscuit eating motherfucker. <laughs> you a soggy eating I will, I will straight ass. up say that that might be the only way I wouldn't eat a biscuit. Oh, Mostly because I don't. You like would the, eat that biscuit because I don't like the smell of bleach. <laughs> you would eat. Ah, uh, call back to Jenny. You would eat that biscuit because you don't like to lose. <laughs> oh, I will one hundred percent. Nah, you know. Is that what it oh, is? I'm sorry. Did you? What's it say? All right, so so Jenny has looked this up. Is uh, all right. Stephen is going to confirm. Is this correct? Durst named the band Limp Biscuit because he wanted a name that. Would repel listeners, according to Durst. The name is there to turn people's heads away. A lot of people pick up the disc and go. 
Limp Biscuit. Oh, they must suck. I'm telling you, man, that's for real. That's a terrible limp. God damn it, Fred Durst. I'll whip your ass. Oh, he's going to hear this too. He has let's a fight. Well, let's, the let's do a pay per view fight. I'll whip your oh, ass. Oh, he said, all right. <laughs> celebrity boxing. I mean, listen, let's, let's, well, let's at least one, give one him credit celebrity. for, <laughs> for directing yeah, he this. He has fallen a long classic. way. You are correct. <laughs> are we home yet? Or are we there yet? That is all a right, Fred Durst cheers. picture. How about that? Cheers. Oh, we doing an, I drank my shit. Well, you good? Some, I got the You're bottle good. right there. Pour for some you. more. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah, the guy who goes ball with the ball to bank. No, that's a different guy. That's equally bad kid rock. Yeah, another terrible piece of shit. And an even worse person. Actually, yeah, an even worse much, person. Worse an person. equally bad artist who and is an even worse, worse person. Yeah. A much worse human being. Yeah. Mom, you're up. Oh. Shit. Shit. Did you know dogs have titties? <laughs> that's it. That's the question. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the question. I read it. They wrote this down, guys. <laughs> they spent all month. <laughs> uh, all right. When you, like, you and I have both spent a bunch of time on stage. Uh, Charles, you've hosted a number of things. You've judged a number of things. What is your favorite part of being on that stage with a microphone in your hand? Is there something that you find the most addicting? Is there something that you love? Is it just having everybody have to listen? Like, what, what is it about that experience for you that you love? Uh, for me, I enjoy um, the ability to take people where you want to go. Oh, I love that. If you can get people uh, to pay attention, you can command the stage to suspend belief mm. even for, I know, a little bit of time and just to say crazy shit and just be like, I know this is crazy, but isn't it funny or wouldn't it be funny or any of that? It's like um, it's a fun uh, journey to go on to almost live in an imaginational world with people for, sure. for like yeah. however long and just, you know. Do you remember the first time that you were like, oh, shit, this might be addicting. Or this might be the thing I have to do. I've always wanted to do stand-up since okay. I was seven. Once I oh, was, wow. Yeah, I watched. So when my friends, his mom... She was a good mom, but a bad mom. In se- second grade, she would we go to Blockbuster. She mm-hmm. let us pick out whatever DVDs we want. And uh, I saw Chris Rock DVD. I started bringing the pain. Shit. I was like, oh, i seen Chris Rock on TV. I, I want to see his. So I grabbed that shit. And we go watch it. She, you know, she would have a boyfriend or some shit upstairs. And they go do their little thing. Fucking and sucking and humping and whatever, you know. <laughs> As, now, as I know do. it now. Yeah. I didn't know back then what exactly was going on. Because they, they watch some of it, they laugh, and then they go, you know, they laying on the couch together. Like, ah, now I go, well, I've done that. They go upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> and we watch the rest of the shit. And there's, you know, some of the shit I was like, I laugh about, I get. But, um, yeah, I bring the pain. I was like, oh, that's what the first time I knew. I was like, oh, you can get, this is a job. This is a career. That's what I knew. And so ever since then, I had wanted to. I try to figure out how to do it, but um, yeah, man, uh, that shit just to fucking be up there and you know. The first time you did stand up was it was it scary or did you was it like a nah, thrill? Man, I was ready. Right. I was my dick was hard. My dick was hard as hell. My, my dick was harder than motherfucking calculus. <laughs> you just wearing sweatpants, just out. I didn't have sweatpants because I knew my dick was gonna be hard. 
So I, <laughs> I wore two pairs of jeans. <laughs> First pair backwards, like crisscross. Crisscross. <laughs> Cause you know the ass part is tougher than the front. <laughs> so <laughs> second pair so they didn't think I was a weirdo. I put them forward. <laughs> but yeah, man, that, um, <laughs> it's, it was uh it's, Why are his legs so thick when the rest yeah. of him is so thin? <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny? I did so I, uh, first time I did that, I was at CU Boulder, which is very funny because, you know, Dion's there now and his little saying is like, we coming? That's how I felt. <laughs> when I was laying on stage the first time, I was like, uh-oh, we coming. <laughs> and yeah, it was a good time, man. I was nothing. But no, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the question? Like what? What was it about? Just holding that <laughs> microphone, man. I was just gonna ask I'm if drunk. you learned Clank Clank's trick and you yeah. swallowed your vocals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I swallowed a lot of shit. The vocals, the, the idea, the question. I don't even remember my brain. A whole titty. I swallowed. I never swallowed a whole titty. I tried. Yet, yet. I tried. Yet, yet. But you can get your titty swallowed this weekend, <laughs> March seventeenth and eighteenth, at his Brewing, at eight o'clock. I will swallow your whole titty. You should see if they'll rename one of the beers just the titty swallow. The whole titty. Swallow. But then just put a picture of a bird, because that birds always have names like that. There is oh. the bird called the swallow. Yeah. There's also a a, a titmouse. Excuse me. Tip mouse? Yeah. Excuse what me. What is a tip mouse? <laughs> a little Charles, mouse. you know what a tip mouse is? Yeah. What's but I like tip? how you said it like you took serious umbrage. You're like, excuse me. <laughs> I, I don't the know. What you just say? I honestly don't know what the fuck he's talking about. What? That's why I had to say, what's a tip mouse? It's, it's, it's a, a teeny mouse, I believe. It's a teeny it's mouse. It's a teeny little mouse. Because I'm thinking titty, and you're mm. singing teeny. <laughs> so it's not teen mouse? It's no, it's titty mouse. Tip mouse. I guess teen mouse would be illegal. <laughs> <laughs> uh Charles, what what about you? I, I, I know that you yeah. uh, you haven't been as as crazy as I have for grabbing microphones and running on stages, but you've you've been in charge oh, of giant rooms of people. Charles waiting. has been in charge. I don't know. Cool. He had a whole TV show. Of our days and of our days and our nights. <laughs> um, yeah, so I I've not had the amount of experience that you gentlemen have had on stage and also it wouldn't work for me because I while I like being on stage presenting I've I've done presentations for like creative stuff for mm-hmm. like design advertising yeah. that type of thing I've judged a lot um mm-hmm. not often in front of a crowd but very recently in front of a crowd yeah. uh and I like I like it but I also kind of have to I couldn't do what you guys have done with like stand-up comedy or with DJing or presenting because sometimes I'm just not feeling it, you know? Yeah, it's I'm just not, it's not in my character. Like my wife is a, a school teacher uh, and she has to present to people every day. And she always jokes like, oh, you could teach an Arabic class at Edison. And I'm like, no, we, we like joke about it. Cause I'm like, A, of course I wouldn't be doing that. I have a successful yeah. career, but B, like I don't, I wouldn't do well with having, being like forced to talk to people about stuff. Right. I just, especially through, at my age and, and the career, my career being what it is, um, being like, a um, having energy that is both extroverted and introverted at various times. Cause I'm an ambivert. Like sometimes I just don't want to do that. Mm. Sometimes like when we do the show, I got to turn it on. Cause I'm like, I wasn't really feeling it tonight, but that was fun. I like, I got into it. Mm-hmm. So I do enjoy it. And maybe there will come a time when I can, like, I would love to do some speaking about like, uh, 
launching small businesses and, and things of that nature and like the work that I do kind of tie those notions together but that'll probably be further down the road. So I do enjoy it. I just like doing it in a very limited capacity, like being asked to speak for something like, cool, that's in three months. I can, I can yeah. do that, but don't ask me to do like four in a row. Mm. Well, believe it or not, man, you fucking talking about comics. Mm-hmm. I believe you. There's a I believe balance you. of introvert, extrovert. Like it's like, there's a lot of times it's like, man, I don't know if I got this shit in me. Sure. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And you go like, ah, I got to get up there fucking tap dance in front of these yes. fucking people. And, uh, then you're up there and you're like, okay, yeah. Here yeah. We go. Right. But I'm, yeah. I'm really glad that you said that because, like, w- like, one of the myriad jobs that I've had over all these years, uh, I was the in arena announcer for the Timberwolves. So I was the one like, hey, everybody, last night Kevin Love had 19 rebounds and 27 points, and we're really looking to see him, you know, like doing the, all that right, stuff right. on the Jumbotron. And I will, I will be 100% honest that I would say almost every single game, I tried to come up with a reason that I, I do. couldn't do it. Like uh, I'm sick. Uh, yeah. I I I have oh I fainted. Uh, like some, yeah, I would fantasize about reasons that I couldn't do the thing, <laughs> and then as soon as you walk out there, that, that was it. You lose it. There's there's something about like hearing a group of people laugh or cheer. Yeah. That like it erases everything else I have in my head. Sure. It absolutely yeah. ends it. And I would say that like I can still close my eyes and remember the first laugh I got from a terrible stand-up joke. But it was it was a laugh and it was yeah. at my favorite comedy club and I was like holy shit and all of my nerves just vanished as soon as I got that. And I feel like most of the things that I do whether it's like charity stuff or live shows like whatever it may be it's the minute that i hear the the crowd is with me then then i'm in because now it's not a like i hate to say this but like now it's not about me anymore now it's it's a conversation about us and i want to see how far i can take us right and i love that but that minute before you go on whether it's stand up i went on i remember the the most nervous i think i've ever been was going on stage at an open mic that had nine people in the crowd. Mm. And that was like harder because it's not a crowd anymore. It's not us. It's like me and Tom and Kevin and yeah, Erica, yeah. you know, people like that was, <laughs> that was faces. Yeah. That was brutal. Those are, that's not a crowd. Yeah. Those are individuals. I had a brutal one. Fucking like kind of like that, but it was packed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what was brutal about it, bro? All right. So I was living in New York at the time. My dog, all right. This dude, Smokey Suarez, who took me on the road to do this this gig in Jersey. Smokey's one of the funniest motherfuckers. This dude can kill anywhere. All right. We get to the gig. I'm thinking it's about to, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to smash. We get up in there. We pull up. Everybody's dressed in all white. I'm sitting here like, what the fuck are everybody in all white for? Yeah, I didn't really know. It's early days of stand up, sure. like a year and a half, you know, two years. In. Why is everybody in all white for? I'm tripping. Whatever. It's at a hotel at a La Quinta Inn in the ballroom. Three hundred black people. Packed. Pat. I'm talking. When yeah, DJ in there. I was like, oh shit, this ain't what I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> yeah. I don't have this tool yet. <laughs> Not all the way. <laughs> Now, this motherfucker, all right, so the MC goes up. MC, because they give the lineup, the MC was going to go up, I was going to go up, mm-hmm. and then Smokey was going to go up. MC goes up, killing. And I'm talking about, like, Shit. you know, this that sort of human. First of all, 
people were there for the white. It was a white party. If you don't know, like, mm-hmm. white party, they trying to dance, they trying to get with the bitches, they trying to eat, blah, blah, blah. Wait, they don't give a fuck about comedy unless it's the type of comedy they want to hear. Yeah. And I wasn't necessarily that at the time. I was only a couple years in. I didn't have that range in my toolbox. Yeah. <laughs> and MC went up there killing. Crowd's hot. I go, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm supposed to do 10. I get up. Bring brings me up. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, whoo, boy, I'm fucking bomb. <laughs> Crickets. I'm like, cricket, cricket. I'm like, shit. <laughs> God damn. These jokes are not hidden. I say one joke, one table's laughing. I was like, oh, y'all got the joke. <laughs> I guess the rest of y'all didn't get it. Man, this black dude in the back is like, nah, we got that shit. <laughs> Yo, man, nothing. He's just so hard. They're like, woo, boy. Somebody going, no, we got that shit, motherfucker. It just was not funny. <laughs> man, I had to sit up there. Then I got the light. I got the light. I was like, oh, okay, I'll finish. I'm supposed to do 10 minutes. Uh, I looked at my recorder. Boy, it was at 2 minutes, 41 seconds. <laughs> they just hit you with the light, like, get them off. He's just like, get that Save motherfucker off. <laughs> and I'm thankful for that. I'm yeah. very thankful yeah. that yeah. I did not have to endure 10 oh. minutes. That was a mercy kill. Because right I was not what they wanted. I didn't have what they wanted at the time. Yeah. I did not have. That's the, like putting a quarterback out there before he's ready. Exactly. And he's out there getting sacked. And they're sacked like, get him out of there. That guy sucks. I'm like, no, no, he just ain't got a line. He you don't get, know what's going on. You're going to ruin him for life if you don't get him out how, of there. <laughs> so how does Smokey do? Oh. <laughs> he just fuck him up. <laughs> Smokey tore the house down. <laughs> I'm talking people were running up and down the aisle. Oh shit. <laughs> I'm talking Smokey was killing. Dude. It was crazy. And I was just like, Man. yeah, I got some work to do. <laughs> <laughs> the uh that open mic that I was talking about that was like the the worst that was also the worst bomb that I've ever done stand-up yeah. wise. And it's a good portion of why I just never kept going with it. Yeah. There's a local comedian slash commercial slash Anytime that there's a chance to be on camera, he's kind of around. Uh, if you look him up, anybody out there listening, his name's Fancy Ray. He's a, an yeah. icon in the, the Twin Cities scene. Yes. And uh, he kind of looks like he should have been in, like, Morris Day in the Time. Like, he, he's always in some wow. ridiculously loud suit, like Classic a silk appeal, blouse. Bright suits. Yeah. Yep. And he was in the back of the room. And uh, I got up and I got three or four jokes in and his his whole thing is there's nobody as pretty as as fancy ray like uh, half of his set is just about how good looking he is yeah and from the back of the room i hear this motherfucker sets as ugly as i am pretty <laughs> and that sh- it just shut me down it erased my brain and uh, i left before they even hit me with the light hilarious i was like all right everybody that's my time i'm ben kwam and i walked off and the guy behind the board is like what the fuck are you doing and i'm like nope we're good <laughs> i literally like that single line was so funny and so soul crushing that i was funny. like nope i don't even remember what my finisher was gonna you be you read yourself up in the curtain act like you weren't there 100 <laughs> percent. Yeah. <laughs> i just laid down and hope nobody would notice yeah. <laughs> but it is I, I, again it's there's something about when they're on the journey with you. The minute that they all collectively go, we're here with when, you, boom. They're here with you, and they go, let's go. Let's fucking have fun. I understand yeah. the space. I'm not going to be tight. Like, I'm going to do, because especially, man, I know myself and a number, 
honestly, every black comic I know, if we talk about our experience at a certain point, crowds, white crowds, get mm-hmm. tight. They go, uh, it's like, look, if I'm making a joke, that'd be cool. It's fine. You know, and sometimes that can be, it's different, it's especially when you go, you know, there was this article written a couple of years ago. That's like, oh, black comics are all talking about race. And it's like, this is their experience. <laughs> but nobody writes fucking articles about, oh, white guy talking about, oh, what's the trade of goes? It's like, oh, it's like a lot of white people have the fucking same experience. But ain't nobody writing about that shit. Mm-hmm. In the same way, the, the, the uh, microscope is on differently. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's like Angela Bassa at the Oscars. Everyone was like, how come she didn't clap? That other chick didn't clap yeah. either. Nope. Exactly. How come no one was But everybody looked at that. that. Yep. Was, uh, people know why she didn't clap because it was like, well. It's pretty interesting. <laughs> but, you know, I can't. I wasn't there. So, I, you know. But we all saw. We all watched. We all. If we didn't watch, we. Yeah, I just, I heard about it because people were mad. I didn't watch. I just saw, like, the thing next day. And she also had a quote that she didn't, it, it was someone else's quote that was attributed to her right in the headline. Yeah. And it was something about, like, um, it says something like, black people work twice as hard, get paid half as much, and all shit. She didn't say far. that. She didn't say that. She and if she said that. it, she didn't say it that night. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was fucked up that they attributed mm-hmm. that to the photo of her not clapping. And when I read the article, I commented on this thing, and I was like, why did you attribute that quote? You made this infinitely worse with your clickbait bullshit. Mm-hmm. And to make it seem like she said that because of what happened? That's what the, that, and that's the problem with, that's the, it's, Especially as of of a black woman, the demonization to try to make her look like a criminal or something like she did something bad. She's like, she didn't say none of this shit. She didn't do none of this shit. Yeah. And on top of it, I'm sorry not to cut you off, but like the thing that really pissed me off. So I I did watch. This is one of the very few years that I actually saw every movie. Yeah. Because I I wanted, as somebody who likes the writing of movies, I really wanted to try and get an idea of like, am I missing out on some shit? Right. And after I had seen everything, I'm like, okay, well, I kind of want to watch this show. What none of the articles that I saw mm. chastising her for a single shot, a single photo moment. Yes. Not a single one of those articles talked about how uh, when the best actor category was coming up, she was sitting right next to Austin Butler from uh, Elvis. Right. And he was so nervous, he was shaking, and she was holding his hand because he was so nervous. Like, she's just sitting there, like, patting him on the hand nah. and holding it. They, nobody talked about that. Nobody, nobody said about shit about that. Angela is... She's such a blessing yeah. to the industry, to everyone. I mean, her body of work, mm-hmm. who she is as a person, all that shit. It's like, I mean, because who ended up getting it? Wasn't it? Wasn't Jamie it, was Lee it Jamie Lee? Yes. Like, and sure, Jamie Lee has an extensive uh, mm-hmm. yeah. body of work. Subjective award show, you know what I mean? Well, that's, like, it. that's just the way it it's goes. All, that's, but she didn't have to be. She didn't have to jump up and clap. You know, yeah, it's okay. Like at all. I mean, it, it was actually interesting that you pointed out, and I didn't watch the show, but often when the men's awards come up, dudes just sit there, kind of. Uh-huh. Yeah, know, dudes stone, ain't stone cold glare. Huh? They don't jump up and clap and shit. Like. In every award show, that the Grammys, <laughs> yes, the course. fucking yeah. People's Choice Awards, you don't have to clap. Nickelodeon Awards. I ain't seen mm-hmm. a little kid, little bastards clapping for them motherfucking nobody. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, fuck that. It's like y'all got me all the way here. I bought a tux. I came out to your fucking event, gave my people a face. I didn't win the shit. Ugh. I got a fake. Be happy. 
Because at the end of the day, that's everybody's, you know. I, I have only been. <laughs> she, she's earned the right to to react whatever way she wants. She's got she's got creative license. For so long, she could do whatever she wants. If, yeah. If some if a camera's on her, she could do whatever she yeah, wants. Yeah. I have had one thing that I wrote get nominated for one well two awards at one award show locally, mm. and when we lost the best picture, the first thing I did was sat back in my chair and said, "Well, shit." And then after a little while, I was like, all right. Like, I gave a couple, like, claps. Sure. I wasn't, it had nothing to do, the movie that beat us was a better movie. Sure. It was way funnier. I have zero problem saying that. But I was sad because I wanted that. Absolutely. I was sad because I hey. love the fact that, hey, we got, we got recognized as one of the best. I kind of yes. wanted to be it's the best. salient. You should be able. You should be able to want things for yourself yeah. without it being that you don't want someone else to have it. We don't. We like don't. If you if you miss out on a job interview, you don't like fuck. You're not like fuck that other guy. You're I like, call I him back. It. I do. I call up the club. Yeah. I say fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoever you hiring? You hired Who is it? You hiring Jake? Oh yeah, fuck, Jake and ass. <laughs> think about that. Like I don't we don't. Say we don't that shit. That'd be crazy. <laughs> we don't demand that. We, we don't demand that from like the losing sports team in the Super Bowl, or the World Series. Like they didn't clap when they lost. We don't fucking ask that. Well, they do. The media is pretty scrutinizing on. Oh, if they just went to the locker room. Right, right. No, but I'm sure. saying, I'm saying, sure. as soon as the time runs out and the uh, team celebrates, nobody's like, "Oh, did you see the quarterback on the other team wasn't clapping?" Like yeah, at the end of the you know, they do the good game, yeah. good game. But nobody says shit about yeah, that. Yeah. We're we're fine with with especially like men doing that. But as soon as yeah, it's a black woman, now we got to zoom in on losers. Yeah. The 49ers were when they lost their game. Almost everyone on that team has had a quote about. How like they were on their fifth string quarterback, and I'm not going to watch the Super Bowl. No yeah. one's talking about that. Yeah. Every guy on that team that is complaining. Part, yeah, how you lose? Y'all, y'all won barely with a motherfucking. Mm. You got Brock. Who? Wait, what was his name? Purdy. Purdy. Purdy Brock. Yeah, hey, Purdy. you know the man's good. He's cool, but yeah, you know, you know what I think is going to happen. Good. I think we're all going to get shocked. I think. Go on. Brock is not going to get a long-term deal. Mm-mm. Well. You know who they're going after? Who are they going after? Other Coast. Think about it. I mean, uh, Rodgers? No, nope. nah, they're not going. Rodgers is going Kirk, to the Jets. Kirk. Who? Kirk Cousins. No, <laughs> Shanahan, Shanahan loves Kirk. Uh-huh. But they, that ain't happening either. Not go There's no one else. Who else? Okay, who do we got? There's another team on the East Tom Coast. Brady? Nope. No, on the East another Coast? Another team on the East Coast Okay. that are in purple. Oh, you Lamar. think they're going to get Lamar Jackson? I believe. Woo! What they did say the other day, he's not off the table. I, they said nothing's off the table. I will, if that I'm, happens, I will straight up say we have to rewrite how football is played. If, if you Lamar, have Lamar Jackson, Debo Samuel, and, and Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey in the under, field. under Kyle Shanahan's Shanahan. game plan? That's scary as fuck. You kidding me? That's a, that's a different We're game. We're talking about 700 yards be, a game. That'd be a dark horse because yep. you haven't seen anything about them being in the, in the running to, to get them. But I'm not going to lie. Well, I want you to be he, right. I want that to be a thing. I want it to be I right. Don't. But it's they were NFC. talking about because they didn't uh, say it oh. out. We ain't going to win the Super Bowl. They didn't say it out, hey. but they said nobody's <laughs> off the table. Because they, uh. they brought up an interview about um, Lamar. And he was like, mm. anybody can get it. And Lamar right now. That's literally what you'd have to call the offense. with Baltimore. You would have to call the offense. Anybody can get it. Because any one of those dudes could take the snap. Any one of those dudes could catch a pass. Any one of those dudes could run the ball. Like, that's yep. frightening. That I, I want that to happen just 
Baltimore, I don't know what these motherfuckers are thinking, man. I don't know what they're doing. That'd be you, video game lock, you have to lock up. This is one of the best huh? quarterbacks. A generational they, they offered him Here. three 133. That's what they offered him. It's not enough. No way. It's, it's not, not close. enough. Honestly, if he had Mahomes line, he's better than Mahomes, in my opinion. He's bigger. He's stronger. He's Got a faster. Different, different skill set. Different skill set. Solid arms. They're you could say you could say he's equally dangerous. You could say, mm-hmm. say, equally... say he's more dangerous. You could I could say he's more dangerous. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's had less protection, less weapons. Yeah, absolutely. Less uh oh, like less no skill at the um uh, calling plays too. Because if Lamar yeah. had Andy Reid, Andy Reid's been trying to get this team for yeah. fucking Donovan McNabb, yep. Mike mm-hmm. Vick. Yeah, yeah. He he'd been trying <laughs> to do this forever. Finally got he got uh, Alex Smith, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, we're almost there. <laughs> Finally got Patrick Mahomes, and it was like, finally. Damn. Yeah. If he yeah. had gotten Lamar, I'm not even going to. Absolutely. Pay, uh, uh, sure. uh, Tampa Bay wouldn't have won a Super Bowl. Mm-mm. I agree. Shanahan, Shanahan with Lamar would be crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Lamar should want that because what it would do for his passing game. Dude, what that would do for Lamar's passing game. And for his legacy. With Kittle. <laughs> Oof. Debo. He, he makes everybody <laughs> slinging the ball look like a god. Uh-huh. That offensive Purdy line, just came. The Purdy defense. Just, Purdy, like, set down a ham sandwich and, like, asked someone to find him <laughs> yeah. a helmet to fix He's it. like, oh, and sure. He's running up there it. licking the Cheeto dust yeah. off his fingers yeah. as he's trotting right. out there. <laughs> just started ripping it. Yeah. He had two pairs of yeah. pants on that first time. <laughs> he did. He yeah. had one backwards, the first one backwards. No, Purdy, yeah. Purdy, yeah. Purdy had had, he had them both on the front way. Yeah. <laughs> and they were, and they were jeans, they which were was jeans. weird. Yeah. Why is he wearing he jeans? He had some Durangos. What was that? The, uh, what's that motherfucking commercial? Uh, uh, Brett Favre's shit? Oh, the Wrangler. Wranglers. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. He's wearing Wranglers and Crocs like Brett Favre. Wranglers and Crocs. <laughs> hey, let me take a pee real quick. <laughs> you do whatever you, you want. <laughs> I mean, not in your seat. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be hard with the two pairs of pants. But Jenny, you want to fill in for me while BB? <laughs> BB in the seat. Wranglers and Crocs. Wranglers I'm write that one down. I remember at, uh, in 2016, I was doing a fundraiser for Bernie Sanders, and some dude just held up a, a poster board that said, uh, Trump skis in jeans. And I thought it was the funniest fucking thing. I couldn't stop giggling. Like every time I'm talking about like serious shit and registering to vote and I couldn't stop giggling just thinking about that. And now I want to hold up a sign. Do we, I think, I feel like we play the 49ers this year. I want to hold up a sign that just says Brock Purdy plays in jeans. (laughs) (laughs) Even though he seems like a very nice kid. I don't know why I'm coming down on him. There's something about the name Brock Purdy. college player too. Yeah. He should have been drafted and he was. But Mm -hmm. the fact that, you know, most guys don't want to be the last pick be, they don't even want to be in the seventh round because then they get to pick where they want to go, and sometimes they get, like, a nice signing bonus because teams are like, all right, we didn't draft you. Can you please come play for us? Charles, it is so hard to concentrate on what you're saying because just next to you, yes. Jenny is pulling her hood tight and giving the finger to her phone camera, okay. and that was just an amazing visual to look at. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's something about pulling the drawstrings on a hoodie that's up over your head that's always one of the funniest things ever. It is a fun visual, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, hey, Quam. Yeah. You want to talk about the uh, Foundry recovery stick? Yeah, I do. Uh, thank you for finally getting the name right since I've been screwing it up for so long. Pain stick. Yeah, the pain stick. It's the anti-pain stick. Yeah, it's the anti-pain it's stick. It's the recovery stick. I, look, I, I know uh, I am of a certain age. I am in my mid-40s now. I have to select that on various forms. 
I know a lot of our listeners out there are are of similar age and as we all talk about as soon as we get done talking about the weather that like everything hurts all the time you know I have yeah. contemplated cutting my arm off before because I slept at a weird angle and now I everything either hurts or is on pins and needles mm, arms useless now yeah what I love about the Foundry Nation recovery stick is that it literally is like a topical it, it looks like a deodorant stick for lack of a better term and you mm-hmm. apply it to whatever hurts and yes. within like a matter of seconds that pain just kind of goes away and I have used it on my neck I've used it on my elbow uh, I've used it literally I after it's it scabbed over I actually used it on on a burn uh, that yeah, I gave myself that. yeah the cooling properties are nice for that it's incredible Yep. It, it really, really is. And I think, especially for people out there that maybe aren't looking for the psychoactive side of THC, mm-hmm. if you want to know what THC and CBD can do, looking into some of the topical pain relief side of things, I think is a great way to start. And yes. I think it's going to make you understand exactly how important it is for this shit to be legal yes. and how wow. insane it is that it's classified as fucking heroin. As we have people like class one, as we have people who are dying of an opioid identi- uh, epidemic, we're fine also locking this stuff away. And it just, it doesn't make any sense to me. And I'm really happy that we're starting to see more and more states across the U.S. openly embrace this. Uh, since the 2018 Farm Bill, uh, hemp drive THC is federally legal. So you're not even, you're, you're not doing anything illegal if you grab something that's hemp derived. But... I'm telling you, the, the cannabinoids, when you're looking at it for pain relief, it's an absolute life-changing product, I Yes, and say. you can use that in combination with, you know, consuming it in some form or consuming yeah. THC or what have you. It's got 1,500 milligrams in it. Uh, and as always, foundrynation.com, you can get 20% off anything you buy on there that they can ship directly to you pretty mm-hmm. much wherever you live. And I believe we got that cheat code. Yes. Capital L, libations. Just an L is capital. The rest is lowercase. 20. Mm-hmm. That's the promo code you use. FoundryNation.com. Everything is 20% off, which means you get that paint stick for $8 off. And uh, nice. Steven, that's the, the, that's the company that uh, gave you that gift box. Uh, those are three oh, five yeah. milligram uh, sodas. We have one that's uh, Granddaddy Perp. There's uh, Tangy Orange. And then mm-hmm. there's Strawberry. I feel like the Strawberry has a name that I'm blanking on. But uh, they're all awesome flavors. They're, they're based on, on flavors that you're going to recognize. Okay. Like to me, it's Grape Crush, Orange Fanta. And then I don't know if you remember Sharkleberry Finn Kool-Aid. That's not uh, No, and I'm strawberry honestly fields. curious why um, you made up a name to sound like Huckleberry Finn because there was titties in it. Hundred <laughs> percent. I'm just kidding. I don't. I have, I've, I've, I'm just making there sure. Are artisanal titties. But uh, but yeah, they're, they're awesome. So <laughs> t- take those with you again. Like yeah, because I'm, it's hemp derived, it's federally legal. You can transport it across state borders if you want. Absolutely. It's part of the reason that it's it's great to have them shipped to you. So is wherever you are, legal here. Yeah, is weed legal? Yeah. Here? No, no. We no. got we got a whole hot mess going on at the Capitol right now. Really? Yeah. Damn. So we have um, hemp derived THC five milligrams per dose and under are legal here. Mm. But anything marijuana derived or anything over five milligrams per serving is illegal. Currently, there is a bill moving through Congress that we hope we're going to get right. So hopefully we're going to get them tourists back here to Minnesota. Cheers, alcohol to marijuana. (laughs) Do you guys have a, I might be thinking about the wrong state. Gretchen, Gretchen. uh, Oh, that's Michigan. That's Michigan. Gretchen Whitmer. 
Ooh, boy, that girl. <laughs> she got a don't. I'll vote for her. As long as you don't try to kidnap her, you'll be all right. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm yeah. not trying to kidnap her unless she <laughs> want me to. <laughs> she fine as hell. I'll marry her. I'll give her two mixed babies. <laughs> two exactly. Go, yeah, two. two exactly. Just to go with that rap. She and I'm did. out. Remember that rapper she did? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, hey. I was like, yeah, she got them voters. <laughs> she did that rap. I said, go ahead, Gretchen. <laughs> Topic number four. Number yeah. four. Do you have any fond memories of a bartender from your youth or throughout the years? You have like a bartender that you really loved that you had great conversations with or like was very gentle when he kicked you out. Man. <laughs> uh, there was this bartender. Go on. <laughs> I just moved to Denver after I graduated college. We go to this bar, me and my friend Dan, almost every Thursday, Friday, whatever. And she'd be in there. She was good. She hooked us up with drinks. We kind of got to know her. Got to, I always thought, I was like, man, she might let me poke. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she might let me poke. But she always gave me just enough to think I was going to get in there and then mm, pull away. You know, I'm over here tipping, over tipping. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> that's the name of the game. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Now I'm, I'm mad about it. <laughs> now she owes me. I'm the IRS. God. Come seize them titties, <laughs> bitch! You owe me these. I'm kidding. That's crazy. But no, yeah, she was. But she was also just like a really cool person. And it was one of those. I was like, damn, I actually legit was like, oh, I wish, I wish we could get married, bitch. That's <laughs> like I'm kidding. Oh boy, am I showing my ass? I'm telling all my secrets. <laughs> I didn't love that bitch. Does the does the bar still exist? No. Okay, dude. There's so many bars in Beverly that turned around because of. Yeah. Fucking not only the pandemic, gentrification, all types of shit. There's yeah, so many sure. things that fucking. But yeah. it's like it's sad because every time I go to Denver, I think it's cool because there's a bunch of new places to explore. But yeah. it's also like you kind of wince because you start looking up places that you want to go back to and change a lot. They're yeah. gone. Bro, I mean, R.I.P. Falling Rock. Like that was one of the first craft beer bars I ever went to. And Falling Rock. There was this place. Twenty Four K was the name of the spot that she was at. God, man, she was bad. <laughs> Ooh, she was bad. Yeah. Did you were you on a drink at 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 that time? Was there like did you have an order? Like did she like know? Man, we was back then. It was young. I was drinking everything. I didn't give a shit. Yeah. We, you know what I mean? One of each. Amaretto yeah. sours like a Long motherfucker. Beach, Amaretto well, sours. Yeah, look at the two Jenny. Fucking. <laughs> they had them. <laughs> um. They had what was those? Well, people were still drinking those. What's it called? Super Mario. What? Like tequila and Red Bull. What? And like something else Yo, that man, made this it is blue. Some Denver shit, I guess. Yeah, I, I've, I've never heard of this. Tequila, this Red crazy. Bull, and what? Do you remember what else? Something was in that it? made it blue. I don't know. I mean, Curacao is the only thing yeah. I can think of. Oh uh, well. I will admit, I remember. <laughs> and a freeze. I could be 100%. I, I, I will freely admit, I'm probably 100% wrong. Because I remember the first time somebody, do you guys remember The Incredible Hulk? Yeah. Oh, my God. Hypnotic and cognac. My God. Is that right? Yes. And uh, I remember a dude coming up and ordering that at the bar. I'm like, "That's that, you made that shit up. And he's like, no, it's for real. That's, and I'm like, no, I'm a bartender. I've never fucking heard of that. Get out of here. Mm. Literally the next week, we got hypnotic in because of that. And I was like, oh. Okay, well, I was wrong. Yeah. My bad. Wherever you are, dude, sorry about that. You know, it's a wild drink, man. I, uh, 
I was at a show, a comedy show. Corey Holcomb was headlining mm. years ago. He was drinking Patron, half Patron, half champagne. What? <laughs> Wait, what? Mm. Half Patron, half champagne. I mean, you got to call like that a Champatron. <laughs> That's got to be a Champatron. I don't know what he called, but me and my friend tried. <laughs> me and my friend tried that shit. Yo. Is it good? That shit is fire. I mean, we've we've we put champagne on oysters already on this show, so I don't see why mixing it with tequila. Dude, I would do that. It, champagne. Buying, but I'll do it. And if you get better tequila, it's better. I do it with any yeah. tequila now. That champagne cuts that tequila just right. Sure. And you sip that shit, you're like, God damn. But you got to be careful because mm. you be gone like that. Good looking out, Corey Holcomb. Yeah, yeah. I, I do this I do this club in Colorado Springs every year. Uh, Looney's Comedy Corner. I'll be there October 20th, 20th and 21st this year. And the, the owner, great dude, Eric, he knows. Always keeps a bottle of champagne <laughs> for when I come. I do that shit. I get, man. Those are the those are the wildest shows I probably sure. do. Yeah. Cuz I I do my jokes but then I do extra. Oh shit. And that is where we all have like a very unique time. <laughs> I, like, I like the way that that's phrased. It's a very unique, unique time. time. <laughs> See there won't be there won't be any spirits tonight cuz it's a brewery. Or we'll load you up on beer. Yeah, but there might be spirits ahead of time. See, there it is. Ah, planning ah, ahead. I like yeah. it. Do for yourself what I they did will find, not do for you. I did find a Mario shot. Okay. Ooh. I looked on the internets. The interwebs. I found this, this Super Mario shot has grenadine blue balls, or oh, balls, wow. and uh, tequila silver. And it's a layered shot with the bar spoon. That makes sense. Grenadine first, then the blue balls, mm-hmm. then the, the tequila. So wow. awful photograph. But See, when I was great. in Denver, they used to put it in they a fucking fishbowl. That looks like a Chuck Norris to me. Because the Chuck Norris was the same uh, layering. Uh, okay. That was uh, yeah, like one of those. Maybe they did fishbowl. Yeah, you could put yeah they would fishbowl that shit and put like three straws in, in that bitch okay. and go, here you go. A bunch of dumb young 20-some suck all that shit down. Yep. In like four <laughs> minutes, by yeah. the way. Yeah. No one's, everyone wanted more than everybody else, and the next thing you know, everybody's puking Too back into up. the bowl. Yeah. They, yeah. They're like the receptacles right there, just puke right yeah. in. As, you're, as, you're, uh, <laughs> as your internal organs are shutting down from yeah. all that sugar. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Trying to open up the girl next to you's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> that never happened to me, but. Quam. <laughs> uh, bartender. Hey, y'all had your ass ate before? <laughs> hey. Today? Uh oh. Yeah, no. Uh it was <laughs> it was the 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 first person that made me feel cool when I went into a nightclub that I wasn't mm. DJing at. Okay. Like my I I backed into access to a lot of clubs because I was playing music. So sure. you get there before everybody and then you're the last one to leave. So it was you never really got to experience it. Like I was in it and I'm throwing the party, but like I never got to be that person. And then we had a we had a bar in uh, downtown Minneapolis for a few years called Fahrenheit, and Fahrenheit had a front room and a back room. How long had, would this have been? This would have been in the this would have been the mid two thousands. Like damn, how old are you? I'm forty three, man. God damn. Woo. Yes, sir. He just keeps aging. Yeah, I just keep getting older. Keeps aging. It's weird. <laughs> Oddly 43? enough, yep. Yeah. And you I'm know, forty one. Forty one. <laughs> what were the slaves like? <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. Steven, how old are you? Me? Yeah. I'm no, the other Steven. 
Listen. <laughs> no. Nah. I'm 33. 33? Okay. Yeah. I'm 41. He's 43. So. I remember. I remember. You're the young man oh, in here. Oh, you young. He going, old as hell. Going back, to, <laughs> going back to when I met you for the first time, I remember Jenny telling me about you. And she's like, this dude is so far beyond his years. Because you were literally like, like a kid. You know, and then mm-hmm. like, and you were. You I were can tell by all the titty jokes that he's wise beyond his years. <laughs> yeah, I've been talking about titties for an hour and a half. Yes. Like, Please help you on <laughs> Aside from the titty shit, he actually no, no, yeah, no. But for real, like it, yeah. it is. It, I actually hadn't really thought about that, but I mean, you were like maybe not even twenty one back then. <laughs> no, I was twenty one. Just turned then. Yeah, I just turned. Man, man. just that's turned. wild. Yes. Yeah, so this club. Yes. Yeah, so this club. Um, so there's there's two rooms, and they weren't. It wasn't like one long rectangle that was separated. And you were in your twenties. I was. Like I was in my yeah. I was in my mid twenties. Mm-hmm. And so there, the front room had um, usually uh, uh, hip hop, and then the back room was like techno EDM. Okay. And so to get to the back room, like you'd walk in, you'd hang in the front room, and then it was like uh, you'd you'd walk to the back, and then it was like a ten foot little hallway, and then you'd go to the to the back room and they installed a little service bar right at that turn because they knew people were going to get stuck waiting for people to kind of like either go in or leave that room. So they were trying to capitalize on people that were kind of stuck in the traffic jam. And, uh, they had a service industry night on Monday nights that all of the industry kids would go to. Cause it was our only night that we could go out. Cause usually we were working all weekend. Right, right. So on Monday night, we'd all go down there. And uh, at the time, I was drinking um, Coors Light and a shot of Jameson, and Lacey was the bartender every Monday night at that corner bar. Mm -hmm. And she would see me, because I'm, again, a giant, she would see, like, my silhouette as I was walking through the room, and she would literally pop a bottle of Coors Light and have a shot of Jameson waiting for me, and already have a tab started for me. So I'd walk up, like... All the homies, we were trying to figure out, like, are we going to get a drink in the front room? Are we going to go to the back room? What are we going to do? And, like, you know, one of my friends would be like, oh, this chick I'm trying to meet, she's in back, so let's go back there. And we'd all walk, and then I would just have a round sitting there waiting for me. And it was the coolest feeling because, like, I mean, she was impossibly gorgeous. And she didn't give a fuck about the rest of the guys. She would literally just leave that waiting for me. And it made, it was one of those things where, like, I understand why people would come to the clubs I was DJing at every night and get bottles and shit because it feels cool to have your friends watching when somebody's like, I already know what this dude wants. Bing, bing. It makes you feel kind of important, especially, you know, when I'm 24 or 25 and absolutely am racked with imposter syndrome as if I'm not right now. Um, But it was like, it was so like, it just made me feel like, oh, this is where I'm supposed to be. And I know Lacey was just knowing that I was going to over tip. Like she was playing the game, but I, I 100% was cool with it. I knew that she didn't like me. Did you I ever just give her the biscuit? You never no, give her the biscuit. No. But I love the fact that, like, I was like, I will play this game. You will make Absolutely. me look cool in front of my friends, yeah, and I will give you more money than this round is worth because that's fucking rad. It doesn't, yo, it doesn't matter the gender. No. Because, like, those are all my no. favorite bartenders that made me look cool in front of my yeah. friends. Sure. I mean, you always sit in back because you always, you'd act like you were a bigger baller than you were when you were a kid. So sure, you'd be like, true. Here and you drop a twenty on like three shots and you're like, why the fuck did I do that? I would agree. With, <laughs> I would agree with now. I don't. I don't care. At twenty four, it was amazing that it was a smoke show brunette that was doing that. 
That was yeah. that was also important. As a At single dude, time, it looked yeah, pretty yeah, badass. Yeah, that's cool. You needed to look like the man. Well, like. and there were there were times where I, I would I would bring a, a girl I was dating, a of female course. friend I had a crush on, whatever, and then, then they she go, would watch that and she's like, oh, yo, who's this guy? Yeah, she wants to fuck him because it's not from it's not from my face. Nah, nah, nah. So I'll go ahead and take the assist. Yeah, from yeah. Lacey, wherever you are, Lacey, shout out. That was that was a rad time in my life. Yeah, that was always wild. Like that whole that whole game where you go with somebody to the bar, like a girl or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you know the bartender and she's like, eh, she also knows, hey, she hook you up and kind of be a little flirty, uh-huh. and then your girl get in competition, flirty with her. Like, mm-hmm. That was always a weird. <laughs> it's a weird dynamic, but it's one hundred percent one that I was very okay with playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Charles, what about you? Who's who? Who's your guidepost in the bar? I've had, a, I've had a lot of bartenders that you probably like fucked every people. bartender in the city. Charles got this. Be- oh, Have y'all man. seen Charles? This motherfucker got this perfectly oh. manicured beard. It's all and- audio. No one's ever seen. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I hide in the shadows with this black beard too. He just folds it up over I the rest of his face. I just dug it right into <laughs> this here. This is a podcast. Yeah. I've not seen his face. You fucking idiot. I just sleep in here until the next episode. <laughs> yeah. This motherfucker, he be over here tearing these bitches up. <laughs> <laughs> Left and right. Perfectly manicured beard. I can't even grow a beard. <laughs> I had my fair share of pussy, so I know he got to be, be deep in the motherfucking <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? I got enough beards for both of us. Charles is in charge. He actually does have two. a beard for both of us. I got beard for two. Come to the show tonight. You will see how much beard Charles has. For how many people? <laughs> if they can see me, because I'll be hiding in the shadows. He will be hiding in the shadows, but you'll be able to smell beard if you bring your beard detectors. I know, bitches got beard detectors. Just but look I, for the listen, blinking eyes in the corner. I'm newly single, I, and I'll be getting on the motherfucking apps. Bitches be posting, gotta have a beard, gotta have a beard, this, that. Have a beard, make me laugh. All this other shit, and I go like, this Cap is too there. much. First of all, I go like, look, bitch, chill. Beard, like... Uh, that's like, the thing I'm And also funny, make me Charles laugh Bitch why don't you beard. make me laugh None of you bitches are funny at all <laughs> I don't mean to say bitches that much I've been saying bitches a lot Ah Just damn a Hey I cut that out <laughs> I cut that out of it Nah it's fine You have overestimated how much editing we do on this nah. show <laughs> Nah y'all keep it in Cause they know They'll show up <laughs> But for real Make me laugh You gotta have a beard You gotta be over six Six foot there's no way that's anyone in L.A. saying that. That's got to be Denver people. For real? Dog, L.A. is LA? crazy. These hoes make me laugh, be taller than me, be over six foot, be all this shit. And I'm like, look, bitch, you work at Starbucks. <laughs> Shut up. Shout out to all our friends at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect, but you're going to get what comes to you. Okay? And what comes to you, you better accept. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with it. Just accept. Don't act like you better than this man. Cause keep spelling my name wrong on the coffee cup. You, yeah, you over here making hot lattes and shit. Fucking, <laughs> but this motherfucker got a job at a bank. <laughs> so that's a bartender you don't like. That's what I'm saying. But my bartender, that, yeah. so I'm gonna go back to like when I was 21 and going to uh, a little bar. In Minneapolis, we had an area called Seven Corners. Technically, mm-hmm. it's still there, but it's not shit. quite as active oh, as it once shit. was. There's a bar there called Grandma's. <laughs> yes. And we would go to Grandma's every Thursday night for dollar beers. It's, wait, wait, dollar beers? Yeah. That's tonight. That's how old I am. Are we going tonight? 
It's oh, closed. that's yesterday. That's last night. Yeah. <laughs> that's last night. Oh, that's last night. That's there's last just night. a... There's but, just a uh, no, it doesn't exist anymore. We, did we go last night? There's just a... That's, if you go no, there right now... No, if you go there right now, <laughs> there's just an old dude whittling on a rocking chair that's like, this bar been going 40 years. Oh, like, yeah. it's just, there's nothing All that's nothing left, left is all the raw sewage. We could smell yes. when we were there every night uh, that they clearly didn't yeah. clean up. Shout but, out to the homie DJ Sean Skinner, who was the DJ at, uh, at, at Grandma's back in the day. Yeah. And um, hilariously, the bartender who was like my dude, his name was DJ. So there's a bartender way back in the day. I'm oh, talking, yeah? this is like 2003. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a bartender there named DJ. He was always wearing gloves. Mm-hmm. Uh, he ended up moving to Vegas oh. and it broke my heart. But that dude was just the best. Always smiling, always made you feel like a baller, even though I was a kid. I wasn't a baller. I was just trying to like show off in front of my friends and yeah. and like have a good night at the bar. Uh, he'd always rack up like shots of tequila and then he'd be like, I'm going to charge you a dollar per, they weren't dollar shots, but I'd be like, give me, give me like, you know, I'm drunk already. Like, let me get 15 shots of tequila for me and all my closest friends. And he'd be like, I'm going to charge you a dollar. Just give me 15 bucks. And then that'd be the guy I'd tip a 20. Like, yeah, all right, there's your 20 spot. But that guy was great. And also, you know, I was a troublemaker back then. So if I ever got kicked out of the bar, he'd be the one who leaned over when they were like pulling me out and he'd be like, Charles, come uh, 30 days. Okay. Come back next month. Were you a fighter? <laughs> Thanks DJ. Were, were you a fighter? <laughs> Let's not get in all that. Uh, Whoa, I was a no, 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 Charles, you can't answer that. And go, no, He's a bad on. motherfucker. I was you a troublemaker a at the time. I was in my twenties. What do you expect? Uh, but yeah, I got booted out of there a couple of times and they'd be like pulling me out of there and he'd be like, Charles, 30 days. See you in a month. And I'd be like, all right, DJ. Bye. <laughs> see you in uh You have a lick on a girl's butthole? <laughs> While you're getting kicked out? <laughs> While you're getting kicked Before out. Before or after. It could be after. There's too much going on. Why? <laughs> I know how logistics. <laughs> I know logistics. I'm People logistics. didn't do that back then. I'm a logistics man. It's a relatively new development. <laughs> so you, was, you was eating the ass. Somebody tapped you on the shoulder. You're like, God damn, baby. Oh, time to go. Close I guess up. I'm out. That would be you, a reason for them to kick zipped you out. zipped up the butt cheeks. Is In the early 2000s, it was frowned upon. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody what was talking about that back in the early two thousands. Is and when it, when mystical came out, he was letting motherfuckers know. <laughs> but, mystical, but that's that's also that why was he, very extreme. He was very like reference. on the extreme. Mm-hmm. All right, we went to jail for that shit. <laughs> he went to jail for some not that shit. Oh, for, yeah, he, look up for look up that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. He mystical. was he was forcing. All right, guys. Cheers to mystical. Uh, I don't think or we not. can cheers to mystical. Yeah, I'm gonna go with no. We can cheers to mystery. <laughs> I don't know what mis- I don't know anything about mystical. You don't know I remember mystical. he was. Uh, he been ra- he been in jail for raping too many times. Oof. Yep, and I that's knew he was a no one is too many. Yes, He's that's all I know. One is too him. many, and this dude has been to jail multiple <laughs> times, <laughs> like three, four. Times. At one point, cheers to mystical yeah. being in prison. All I will say I is, if say. you really want to feel bad about the world, look that story. I came here with my dick in my hand. If that's your first lyric, don't make me leave here with my foot in your ass. That was the be that, cool. Be cool. That is how his number one song started, bro. Can you imagine? <laughs> he, he let everybody know ahead of time. I come here with my dick in my hand. I'm gonna rape, but don't let me leave with my foot in your ass. Be cool. I, be cool. Just like, loosen up. That's so. That's the craziest, yeah. creepiest shit. He told everybody, "This is who I am," and He's, everybody's like, "Oh, I'll dance to that." God. <laughs> Believable, but it, yeah, I don't. Mm-mm. All right, mm-mm. topic topic number five. Number five. That's me again, Stephen. What's Greg? What's something you do now that your younger self would laugh at you for? Wait, wait, say that. Some again? like what's some like adult stuff you do now that your younger self would clown on you for? 
That squatty body. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yo. Damn it, dude. You almost thanked me on my My answer. motherfucking younger ass was like, you got to put your feet up to shit. <laughs> Listen, I don't have to, but when I do. Yeah. <laughs> Whoo, you get them extra two, four inches out of doogie out of your ass. <laughs> that little extra, because you feel great. It's a, yeah. whole, it's a whole different. If you got those okay. two, four inches of doogie in your ass. You feel like, oh, I'm good, but, like, uh, you know, when you put them feet up on them motherfucking stools, shit. So you got to get up there like a gargoyle to properly evacuate. <laughs> when you gargoyle into your back, I make the sound and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Women be like, what you doing? And I say, bitch, shut up. If I eat you, because I'll eat, I will eat a whole baby. <laughs> no wonder you got an excuse. babies that are yelling at you? No. <laughs> okay. I, I meant, I, I call girls, baby. They don't. Oh God, <laughs> Women, that that sounded like R. Kelly's fucking oh answering God. machine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <that's laughs> hey, bitch, hey. I'm not driving. Hey. Oh, he's man. His, he's about to get his liquor confiscated. I... Like, legit, though, because my answer was similar. Like, so the squatty potty isn't necessarily a thing for me because yeah. I'm such a giant that my feet are already kind of like that <laughs> if I'm sitting on a toilet. But uh, my buddy Jimmy, for Christmas, gave me one of the same uh, uh, bidet attachments for the toilet ah, that, that yeah. he has. We yeah. got into a talk about it one night. Uh, Laserbeak, when he was on our show, we chatted about it. I have a number of friends that have, ch- have moved that way. And, yo, we are 100% wrong in America that toilet paper is the answer. I wish it was warm water. If it was warm water, I'll, there, I'll no, cross over. It literally, it heats the water. You can decide it if you want You water. can decide if you want cold or warm. If I had one that heated water, I would use it. I'm one. telling you, man, it's amazing. But it's, I'm not paying for one that heats water. How what? much is one that heats water? I, I wish I could tell you. 150 bucks, maybe? 150 dollars. Yeah. Shit, I'm still recovering from COVID. Yeah, but hey, that's that, that's that toilet paper budget. It's the price of a warm butthole is yeah, 150 like, I got the bill chime. There's never been a time that I finished eating and I use a napkin on my hands and I'm like, oh, nope, they're clean. And we do that. We do that with our posteriors. I'm going to go ahead and say it's a way better system and you will feel better and you will feel cleaner. Nice. What about you, Charles? Uh, I, I'm currently, my wife and I are currently shopping for a house. I think that would be it. I, I've always been kind of a proud renter. I don't have a problem with people who rent or buy, you know. It's all good. But my wife and I have been shopping for a house recently. What kind of and house like, y'all looking for? Uh, one that doesn't suck. Well, I mean, sure. That's it. That's what I tell the realtor. I got a realtor for you. I got a realtor. Nah, cut that. What's your realtor got to do with me? I got a realtor. He sucks. I'm telling you, he sucks. You got a Minneapolis realtor? I got a Minneapolis realtor. You got a realtor? I do. What if it's the realtor I already have? It's not. I guarantee it's not. Okay. All right. (laughs) I also like... What's what's your realtor's name? His name is Danny. I Definitely not the motherfucker. It's not Danny. Okay. It's not Danny. (laughs) This guy's name is Nate. Nate. Nate, the realtor. Uh Uh-huh. All right. Well, maybe we'll holler at Nate later. 
I love the so, idea of thinking about you as a child, though, because yeah. in my I've never Ew. I've never seen a picture Ew. of you as a kid. You going to jail? <laughs> no, I picture I picture like a seven year old, but with a full beard. Okay, sounds like mystical. <laughs> <but okay>. like, <laughs> and I love the idea of 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 a seven year old you with a full beard running up and be like, ha ha, you want to own property, and then running away. You no, know, I'm talking about me in my twenties. You know, oh, like, I got I've been it. a got I've it, been it. a business owner since I was 26, and flex home owning has never been. <laughs> thank you. Uh, yeah, Pat Most Design, 15 years today in our Woo. brick and mortar, uh, 15 years this year in Dang. my brick and mortar. So I am quite proud of that. What so. does your wife do? My wife's a school teacher. All oh, right, right. Yep. What, so you said you do design? Uh, design and consultation, marketing. Yes, mostly, For, mostly uh, with breweries and stuff. I work with these guys too, Club Caraway, mm-hmm. where we're recording. We don't bring that up enough. Yeah, Outside. shout out to Club Caraway for being That's the cool, best man. place. You but could just like I, I always felt like, especially when I was a bachelor, I was above like shopping for houses and caring about appliances and shit. I was like, "That's my landlord's problem. That ain't that ain't my problem." Right. right. But now I'll be walking in a house, and be like, yeah, "How old are these soffits? When were they installed?" <laughs> you know, like, just saying this some kind of shit that I never knew anything about. And I know our last guest, uh, Becca, brilliant guest. Yep. She Becca, it, she got she's on. She got HGTV. <laughs> She's on HGTV. I'm not an HGTV. I'm, I'm not an HGTV kind of G. Yeah. I'm really not. You know, I'll watch her program because it's her. Yeah. Uh, but like my wife loves that. My brother loves watching those programs. My wife is what? literally in they interior just, design, yeah. so she's all about that. What is that. Becca on? Uh, Renovation 911. Renovation 911 on, oh, okay. on okay. HGTV, which okay. they got a new episode coming up. Or like they're beginning their, their new season. That run, yeah. Anyways, like that stuff, my, like Marnie will be like, hey, come watch a show. They're like featuring kitchens and the kitchen's mm-hmm. the most important room in the house to me. But I'm like, I don't really want to watch a show about somebody else's kitchen. It's just for me, it doesn't really do anything. <sighs> right. But I do walk into houses now and I'm like, how old's the roof? And like, let's look at the boiler. Let's check the date. I'm going to take a photo of the date it was installed. Like all that stuff, if, you know, like 20 <clears throat> something year old Charles would be yeah. clowning me for being right. so into this shit. But so, so that's a swear. that's a price of doing business if you're trying hey, to buy a house, you know, right? The I love that. I love that you brought up the kitchen thing. So today yeah. uh, for my company, we were touring um, uh, a really cool like product innovation space that also has some areas to do photo shoots and that mm. kind of stuff. So if you want to have pictures of your product in action, they do a lot of, of food stuff. So yeah. they have four different test kitchens that are all like, it's like, it's a giant cube. And on each side of that cube, there is a different kitchen. And, uh, you know, the, the, the manager of the, of the company was kind of walking me around and showing me everything. And, uh, is this what you're looking for? No, nope. I'm good. All right. So as she's walking around, showing us the place, uh, her and one of my business partners were in a discussion about, uh, like, uh, SEO stuff and internet things. And, and without even realizing it, I just wandered into one of the kitchens and I'm like poking through stuff and I'm looking in the ovens and I straight up started like going through their spice cabinet mm. and she turns around and she goes, oh, you must be like a, like a foodie person. And I just, I just realized in that moment as she said that to me that I am going through a four photo shoots <laughs> only test kitchen that is not anyone's. And I'm like, I was like going through all this shit and I'm like testing out the different stuff. And I'm yeah. like, oh my God, that is an insane level of like, I just want to see what this is and I want to yeah. take a look. Cause, because it was just the idea of playing in somebody else's kitchen. For sure. That was where my brain went. Yeah. And I, so I do, I want to see what other people do with their kitchens. Cause someday I'm going to have my dream kitchen and I oh, want to have seen everything on earth before I, before I design my own. Yeah, just to me, it feels like trudgery. Like, I don't want to watch a TV show about what I do for a living either. Because yeah, I do it when I'm at work. I don't want to think about it when mm-hmm. I'm not working. So that's like like house stuff 
like building or fixing a house. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I'm going to watch that in first person when I got my hands on a fucking faucet myself. I don't yeah. really want to watch a show about sure. someone else doing it. And I know a lot of people love it. And I love some mundane shit that other people probably think is ridiculous, like cooking shows. I, got, yeah. I know a lot of people are like, you watch shows of other people cooking food that you can't eat? Yes, I, I do. Love, Thank you. I or like watching that. people play video games on Twitch or something. People See, that like, I can't do. Video games, hey, I'm like, nah, man. Yeah, I, you some know, people don't. That's some incel shit. I'm <laughs> you on that, man. <laughs> no, I did not that. that's that. what you do, but you probably need some <laughs> counseling. But no. <laughs> some <laughs> counseling, yeah. No, nah, but I watch video game playing. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, that's just not. Nope. That's cool. It's not for cool. me. I understand that people do it. I mean, I watch people play sports, so I get it. I, I like to watch that a thing, but I don't thing, get to though, play. When you watch people play video games, when the video games is playing another thing, yeah, well, it, there's too many degrees of separation. Correct. You know what I, mean? I, I agree with For you me. on that. Yeah, well, we're I'm summing up like five episodes about you watching someone play some kind of game where I was like, ah, and I wanted to bring it up because I was like, that's just like watching people play video games. I'll think of it. But yeah, think of it. I, 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 again, we've we've proven this over seventy some episodes <laughs> yeah. that Charles remembers everything, and literally the minute I say stuff, I forget that I said it. Have y'all seen so. Sheep's Ass? <laughs> Is it bad? Seen what? <laughs> seen what? <laughs> There's nothing I love more than wiping the smile off somebody else's ass. face with a bad joke. Sheep's Ass, man. I used to. But have you ever watched somebody else play a sheep's ass? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm dead ass. Google sheep ass. <laughs> Google that shit. I'm telling you. NSFW, if you're listening to this, that word. No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm so fucking serious because people, people, people be tripping on that shit. I, yeah. I go, when you Google sheep ass, you understand when people, farmers be like, oh, yeah, they'll, they'll fuck a sheep like they do. When you look at sheep's ass, you see it. Look, Google that All shit. Right. Google it. I'm telling you. I'm going to save that right. when I go back into the corner here. No, Google myself. it right now. Right. I'm telling you, when motherfucking farmers, they be out there on the farm, right, and they be fucking sheep's ass. We're, they we're go, unified. Jenny got one oh, for you. Jen, Look. Jenny got us here. Okay, hold up. Let me see. Yep. Oh, that's- <laughs> when they fuck sheep, and you go, bro. <laughs> when you look at that sheep ass, it's like... This is crazy. I, hold on. I just love that we were talking How come about. Kermit wasn't trying to get after a sheep? That's what I wanted. He was know. fucking with that pig. I said, hey, let go of that poke. Hey. Let go of that poke, man. It's going to give you a heart attack. Come oh over here on this sheep. Man. That was one of the funniest pictures uh-huh. I've ever seen just because of, like, I didn't know what to expect. And it was three sheep's booties popping. In a Dog. <laughs> I, just, I, just like the idea, I like the idea of Kermit. Like, uh, hey, hey Kermit. Lamb Chop. Uh, uh, What's yeah. what's going on? You know, you know, Piggy and I broke up. So, uh, just wondered, wondered if you're, uh, if you're, if you're, you let me uh, beat your cheeks. <laughs> I'm telling you, straight up, not even. And there's video too. When you see the sheep ass moving, there's a motherfucker. No. I, there, okay. There's one no. motherfucker on the video no. who go up and lift the no. sheep ass up nope. and make it look like a. If the weight of it is like, oh, that's ass. <laughs> <laughs> so what, I are go. We, do oh. we, are, are sheep <laughs> thick boys? Is that what this is? Thick bitches. All right. Cheers to that. Cheers. Ching. Cheers to all the <laughs> the thick. I just drank half my glass talking about sheep's ass. So. All right. Mm. Last question. Here we go. What's <laughs> uh, <laughs> What's the funniest thing that you've witnessed but had no part in? Or at least something that you thought was like absolutely one of the funniest things that you. It doesn't have to be like the funniest, but what have you watched that just fucking killed you that you didn't write, you didn't 
think of like you just got to see the joy of something else happening and um, it was fucking killed you fuck i don't know well you want to ponder it for a second i'll ask yeah Sean? yeah 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 so <laughs> we touched on similar topics in the past but this, this there's this story that i've never told it's it's a brief story, but I'm gonna paint a picture for you. Please do. It was kind of some some world star shit. I was <laughs> I was probably 20. I was at a Halloween party. Let me set the scene. I was standing in the street, smoking a black and mild because I was 20. Didn't smoke, yeah, black and mild. I didn't smoke good cigars at the time, and I had a keg beer in my hand. It was just down the street from where this party was because it was in a townhouse. So I was just down the street next to some parked cars, hanging out with my girlfriend and a couple other people. And there was all this action happening right off off of the porch of the house that we were at. Sure. And uh, two uh, two dudes were getting in a skirmish. They were about to get in a fist fight. Fisticuffs. Yeah, and they came tumbling on the stairs, and we started started to approach them. It's nighttime at this point, and I realized that the two individuals who were fighting were dressed as Captain Crunch and in drag. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and they were like seriously really <laughs> fucking each other up wow and it was it was i could not contain my laughter and i kept getting closer and they were like really ripping each other up and i just wanted to see it so i was like running towards them laughing at the top of my lungs <laughs> <laughs> so they're trying to beat the shit out of each other and everyone around them realized how serious it was we were a little further away so i guess i didn't really get a gravity for what happened or anything like that. Oh, my God. And I was, like, dashing towards it, like, with tears in my eyes, like, <laughs> laughing. Because I was like, I got to see this. And I got to about 10 feet away and watched them have this, like, of course, comical, shitty house party fist fight. Yeah. But I was laughing so hard, dude. There's tears streaming down my cheeks. <laughs> yes. And everyone was like, yo, why are you? I'm like, dude. It's a, also, it's like, a guy in Dragon, Captain Crunch. This is super the best bold thing to I've go like seen. full Captain Crunch for the costume. Like, <laughs> like puffy Captain Crunch, too. Like a real Captain Crunch suit. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was like a real Because I suppose Crunch if you suit. tried to just like wear the clothes, you'd look like some master and commander weird It was like a mascot. Cosplay. It was like a Captain Crunch <laughs> oh mascot. My God. So, like the giant foam? <laughs> yes. <laughs> It was a full-on big old Captain Crunch. <laughs> and, like, yeah, and a, and a guy in drag. And I wish I remember if he took his heels out because that make it even better. Oh I God. don't remember. Or, like, handed him to his friend. Like, yeah, I don't remember because by the time I got there, I don't know. It was just, like. Takes off his earrings, hands <laughs> his heels to his friend, and just brawl. starts throwing. Oh God, People ripping them amazing. apart, like, get off them. You know, and they're, like, yelling, like, fuck you. It's <laughs> 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 so good. <laughs> oh, uh, you got what? No, nah, I'm fucked up, dog. I had too much of that shit without no food. The, the <laughs> I'd be straight up. You said, "What is the scariest?" What? No, what's the like? What's the, some funny shit that you saw that you didn't have a part in? Like some shit that just made you like double oh, over. Like no, I can't believe man, I just saw that. I saw a white kid cross the street and then nobody stopped. I said, "Shit, that's scary." <laughs> God damn! I thought they would have stopped for that little honky kid. <laughs> They didn't stop for his ass, so he jumped in the median all nervous. I said, shit, about time you better learn, motherfucker. It's a cold world out here, dog. It's chilly in this motherfucker. Oh, no. Well, I'll tell you right now. Don't ever have nobody get off the goddamn plane and come straight to this motherfucker. Uh, I think goddamn. this has been amazing. Oh, <laughs> I'm toe up. No, so, I'm good. So for, for me, I do want to acknowledge that w the, 
What if <laughs> the Ava what you talking about, motherfucker? Oh. With, with, with Jenny here, with Jenny here, I do one of the, one of the <laughs> funniest <laughs> things I've ever seen. I don't know if you remember this. Uh, Jenny and I, when we were writing together, uh, for some reason, I decided to go to Ridgedale. And we were just wandering around. Yeah. Mall. Sorry, it's a, a mall in the suburbs of the Twin Cities. And for some, for some, I don't remember what we were doing. Like, I think I could be wrong on this. I think we were trying to figure out if we would get arrested if one of us fell into a fountain. I think I think that's what we were doing because there was like you know like the, where people sure. flick pennies yeah. into it, yeah. like the little reflecting pool, the old mall fountain. And we were trying to fountain. like yeah. So you know you have the open atrium in the middle of a shopping mall, and so we're kind of walking around and just trying to see like what I, I feel like this was right. Like we were trying to see if like security was walking around or whatever. <laughs> and Jenny ran into somebody that she knew and didn't want to talk to. And so as they were coming up, you grabbed your phone as if to take a phone call. And then while she was holding it up to her ear, acting like she was on the phone, her phone rang. And then she just <laughs> literally just immediately turned around and walked the other way and put her phone in her pocket and she's gone. <laughs> and it's oh, one, of, one of the greatest things I've ever yeah. seen. But the, the, the story that I thought like just needed to get out there is very similar to yours, Charles. Um, one night I was, I was DJing and at this club, there was a VIP bar directly behind where the DJ booth was. And there was like uh, <laughs> 10 or 15 feet of space. And it was also a Halloween party. And at that Halloween party, something had gone down yeah. and somebody Holy dressed shit. head to toe with the giant mustache as Mario, Damn. Um, a male, was completely heave crying at the bar <laughs> while being consoled by a man in princess uh, garb, um, Princess Peach. So aggressive. So like mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. rubbing his back and trying to see if he's okay. And a friend of mine like gave me like the the point at my eyes and then look over here sign. And I turn around and I see this and I just see like. Mario's ugly crying, like snot bubbles and everything, just Mama sobbing. Mm. And Princess is rubbing his back. And then I looked over and like 10 feet away, there's a dude in a full Yoshi costume. Mm. And there was a face cut out in the mouth of Yoshi. Damn. And he's just watching, like leeringly, like uh, end of Requiem for a Dream leeringly, sipping on a cocktail through a straw. And I was like, holy shit, this is fucking amazing. And I turned around to grab my phone. I was going to try and get, you know, a really grainy 8-bit picture as this was the early 2000s. I get my phone out and I pull the camera up and I'm trying to see if I have enough light to get this. And literally in the DJ booth, I could control the light. So I'm trying to figure out if there's a light I can hit to get it better. And as I took the picture, Yoshi straight up like passed out, like complete backwards down on, on the ground. Down and lives. And the giant, the giant Yoshi dinosaur mouth flipped wide open and his face disappeared into it. So it just looked like there was a dead dinosaur. <laughs> and then, then God. Mario just kind of looks over and he goes, no, it just starts crying all over again. And it was the greatest fucking scene ever. By the time I turned around again, security had already like started pulling them out because they were all way too drunk. Yeah. I never got the backstory on it. I didn't know if Yoshi falling was a pratfall or if they actually faked it. <laughs> 
Like, whatever it was, it was just fucking... Yoshi died. It was perfect. Yoshi died. It was so... I I think that thought... I think you just spoiled the new animated... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. oh, God, wouldn't that be awesome if that's actually (laughs) a scene in there? That was actually Chris Pratt just going... Marvel 2. 20 years ago, he knew. Before he was famous. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Fucking amazing. Man, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, (laughs) Yo, listen, I, I don't have too much. This shit... Y'all gotta give me more time. <laughs> well, how about this? Uh, if if you want to see more time, then you gotta come to Sisyphus tonight and check come out the show. Sisyphus. Oh yeah, see the show. The show is gonna be great. I'm gonna be telling them jokes. Yuck yuck. I'm telling them yuck yucks. Y'all gonna be like, hee 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 hee. I'm like yeah. <laughs> Titties gonna be everywhere. Everybody gonna be doing something. Yeah 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 yeah. Come to Sisyphus Brewing at eight o'clock, baby. Tonight and tomorrow, the seventeenth and eighteenth. Yes. Uh, <laughs> If you want people to like follow you on them socials, I'm the real St. Patrick. Come, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stephen AJ one at uh, on Instagram s s t e p h e n a g y e i one on Instagram s Stephen AJ on Twitter s t e p h e n a g y e i who on Twitter baby. Or you can hop in yes. my DMs, trying to be him. <laughs> Bitch, want to see that titty, trying to see him. <laughs> Better not dig a dookie in my car. I'm going to hit you doo-doo, hit you in the far. Ooh, ah, get you a drink at the bar. Did you hit the shit off, Scar? I just hit you some Because he's my sprinkles. evil cousin. He's my evil brother. I hey, mean, we got another song after an episode. There we go. All right. Well, uh, thank you to everybody out there listening. <laughs> Coming in, we got some titties in the bag. Come see the show at Sisyphus. <laughs> and uh, shout out to friend of the podcast, Clink Clink. We love you. Give it up for Clink Clink. And if you, and if you, if you miss the shows, just uh, uh, look up Steven on his website. Yep. Uh, check out all the shows he's on. And as soon as it's free to to uh, to actually send out, we'll actually post Swish. Definitely. Or it, yeah. know. or it could be on a film I'll festival sure near you. Yeah. Check it out in the film festivals. It's in the, the L.A. Film Fest, right? If for, yeah. For our LA, listeners out in California. Uh, so we uh, won best. Uh, film this comedy of February. And yes. So we in there. We in the hunt. We is, things are going. Things cool. Good. Awesome. Things good. Love it. Well, shout out to everybody. We love you, and uh, we'll see you next time, man. Bye. Allah. Peace. <laughs>